Hey, Tilly. Yes, Luke? How many camera assistants does it take to screw in a light bulb? Mm, I don't know. How many camera assistants does it take to screw in a light bulb? Five. One to do it, and four to stand around and tell you how they did it on the last job they worked. <laughs> on this week's Another Digital Citizen, we're going to talk about news of the week, great bolts of fire predictions, Another Digital Citizen's best movie ever tournament, The Speakable Me 3, and Big Brother United Kingdom Week 4. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and uh, welcome to this 4th of uh, July uh, uh, podcast. I was going to say special day, but uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, the National Day of the United States of America, so congratulations with that, uh, Luke. Yep, Independence Day. Aliens will be coming down, of course, today. Bill Paxton yep. will save the Earth, so it's a good day. Uh, That's what and, we celebrate. And Will Smith will die. Spoiler Wait. alert! No, Will Smith doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, the guy from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, Ed, cousin Eddie, isn't he the one that dies? Oh, but according to uh, the really good. Oh, the sequel, new one, right? You're right. He did yes. die. Okay, but in the original, yeah, like, cousin Ron. Eddie dies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hello, Tiller. Hello. I thought you'd forgotten about me then. No. Happy Fourth of July. Uh, I don't know if it, you care because it's uh, well, it's Independence Day from you, from yeah, your... it's like when you when your child moves out and goes off to you know university <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it's yep. like that. It's a bit bittersweet, I think. But yeah, Happy Independence Day, mm-hmm. Luke. Do you uh, feel yeah. like a strong, independent woman? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, you know, on social media and whatnot, making fun of this 4th of July because of Trump, I guess, saying we've lost our independence and this and that. Well, they haven't been paying po- paying attention to politics since the 80s, apparently, but that's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't say that you lost your independence because of Trump. No. That's, that's going a little too... I mean, the man is bad shit crazy and we don't like him, but I mean... You lost your independence uh, a little before that. Right. So. Multinational corporations started doing it in, like, the late 70s, early 80s. That's right. when we lost our independence. But, to continue. 
but uh, yeah, I love I like there there's there's one thing we we can talk about now before we go into the news, and it's kind of interesting because I've been I've been thinking about it this way uh, this week, especially when it comes to the Fourth of July. Happy birthday to my dad, by the way. Uh, and I I've, I've been thinking, what does it mean when Trump says "Make America Great Again"? Like, what does that involve? Does it mean that? How do you measure when America is great? Like, how 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 can you measure? Oh, it's clear when bro. when you're winning. Okay. We're winning lots. Many wins happening, so many wins, they're stacking on top of each other, the wins. That's how you know, when it's great again. When, you, when, when you're bigly winning. When, you, when it's largely, bigly, and it's it's huge. There's huge wins. Huge. <laughs> oh, thank you for killing me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but it, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting for me, because it's... It's like make America great again. Okay, I I agree. You should make every country great. But how do you measure? How do you measure it by people uh, being happy with your presidency? Do you measure it by how many people are happy in your country? Do you measure it by how much debt you have? Uh, do you measure it by suicide rates going down? What do you measure? Greatness in. Right. I think That's... if it's Trump, it has to be money. I was going to say money and military power. It seems like yeah. is what Trump is all about. Yeah. Right. Is and I think when he's saying make it great again, I think he's just thinking of everything that he's nostalgic for, and thinking if we just had all that good stuff, then it'd maybe overpower all of the crap. But that's that's not how it works. Right. If it was only the '80s again, and we could make fun of. <laughs> Uh, gay people for having AIDS and uh, be yeah, totally and so much cocaine it's ridiculous right. and just be totally politically incorrect all the time and and just pretend that other cultures aren't offended by it yeah that's what he's that's being great again to him like let's uh, if you let's go just by the, money and military yeah. power we're the richest country in the world still even now right. and we have the largest military in the world so in that sense we're never lost our greatness I guess. Let's turn things a little up, upside down on the news uh, week uh, of the week. Let's see Donald, Donald Trump, since we are speaking about him. Oh, let me he go into something real really... quick that's not on our news, actually. Okay, sure. I got it. One uh, Trump thing uh, we talked about a lot in the past. The Remember the 17 uh, federal agencies here in America that said the they had confidence that Russia had hacked the election? The 17 agencies right. that... Hillary Clinton talked about during the primaries and and even during yes. the campaign. Yeah. Turns out it, it was retracted by like three or four newspapers, including the Washington Times, I believe. They retracted it saying, really? oh, all those stories we wrote for the six months, those were all wrong, and it's actually only three. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh. There you go. CIA... FBI and NSA were the only three that actually did all those other times that all those people said it. Not real. So, whoopsie. Not like we've been saying that for this whole time, but okay. <laughs> remember no, no, one, no. Of those, one of those agencies was the Coast Guard? Remember how we, much we've made yep. fun of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And the other story <laughs> that we talked a little about before the show, uh, at Wimbledon, mm. I guess, which I didn't know that was coming up, but they are saying they're going to block 
Jeremy Corbyn chants and T-shirts from being on television. So if what about they for hear anybody them, else? they're going to have the umpires or people, the uh, ushers in the stands, stop people from doing it. Yes. Yeah. There's there's high security at Wimbledon. There's a lot of um, protocol. You have to be in like the right kind of clothes and things. Right. I guess this is already there. kind of a rule because they say no political speech or whatever. But there was no tweet or thing that came out from that said don't chant Theresa May, because I don't think they're worried yeah. about that happening, nobody <laughs> because nobody's well, going to say it. Because nobody's going to say it. Nobody's going to say Yeah. And nobody's she's, she's, you know, the one in power. You're allowed to Theresa be the people Theresa that are actually May. in power. But surely Corbyn now, as the leader of the opposition, and the opposition being a lot stronger now, you should we should be able to show our support in whatever sure. way we wish. Yeah. Yeah, be a big. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't have big banners and stuff because you. This know, isn't the first have... year they've had the political rule, I believe. So that's not unusual. It's just their yeah. forthrightness to come out and say, "Oh wow, th- this could be a problem. Let's get ahead of it." Kind of. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, like I said, we are going to turn the new- news a little around. Trump news. Uh, yes, uh, Trump news. Uh, uh, Trump tweeted a video where. <laughs> He, and I think this fits together so good with this podcast, because we talk sometimes about wrestling. <laughs> right. And, and if people don't remember, actually, uh, Trump is in the Hall of Fame uh, at the WWE. I think they took him celebrity. out after the... Oh, really? Oh, no, that was Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's the one yeah. they took out, sorry. Hulk Hogan is out, yeah. Trump is still in. Because you can say you can... Uh, you can you can grab a pussy, but you can't say the end word. Right. I think that's the rule. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, a better yeah, or and you can also say uh, Mexicans are rapists and uh, murderers. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can say a lot. Uh, but uh, yeah, Trump tweeted a video of him body slamming CNN because CNN uh, does so many fake news stories, and <laughs> I think it's kind of it's kind of funny. I hope. I really, really, really hope it's Trump himself that actually made this. No. Oh, I don't no think way. So. No. I, don't I, I, can, I can tell you the story, but go ahead and describe what this video is. Or do we, I'll, I'll do it after the video. How about that? Yeah, sure. So let's watch it in three, two, one, go. Oh, my God, what's <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, Trump. It says body slamming. Again, nobody seems yeah. in regular world knows what a body slam is, because that is clearly a clothesline. Yeah. Yep. Just Maybe like the Montana governor who body slammed somebody. We're like, that <laughs> probably didn't happen, but... Who is it? That is really on the floor. Vince you know? This? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, what well, we saw, it's uh, like, we it doubled over. Network. It was about a 15-second clip. Donald Trump at WrestleMania... It was the 2007, I believe, WrestleMania. Right. And he, it, yeah, haircut match. But it was Bobby Lashley versus who was it on Vince McMahon's side? I don't even remember. I, I I remember Austin was the special guest referee, and so Vince McMahon and Trump were on the outside. Trump gives Vince McMahon a clothesline during in the middle of the match, but instead somebody just photoshopped CNN over the top of Vince McMahon's head, like the <laughs> CNN logo, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it looks like he's 
clotheslining a body with CNN on it for its head. I, this is kind of a meme that went around during the uh, campaign as well, because I remember this same exact meme, except the head of Vince McMahon was re replaced by, like, Jeb Bush. So, uh. this isn't, like, exactly a new meme, but CNN freaked out about this. Um, a lot of other places freaked out. I don't know if you guys read the article I sent you, but... There, yeah, one, some of it. One of the big things that CNN and other outlets were saying is this was promoting violence against the media. I don't agree. Is I don't okay? think it does that. It's a joke. Like, you can't take a it joke. It is a joke. Yeah, they don't understand yeah. the internet, apparently. <laughs> a lot of people don't understand the internet. I guess that's true. Uh, I, 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 thought, I, I think this is the most fun thing Trump has done so far. And right, I, I guess the thing we didn't point out is this is not just Trump in this video. He also tweeted this out from his own Twitter account. Uh, right. So that's kind of the most important part. This came but from Reddit it? originally. Uh, oh, somebody from Reddit okay. claimed that this was their creation. And then, another. Uh, I think it was NBC, they went into this Redditor's past, I guess, and they found him commenting or posting on anti-Semitic things. And so now they're saying that this tweet is anti-Semitic because the person uh, who created it may have been not. associated with anti-Semitic things on oh. Reddit. Right. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. That clearly. So this this tweet we just watched that is just. Sorry, go ahead, Tilly. Yeah, it's just the the amount of anti-Semitic connotations that were in that little video just there. I couldn't quite believe it. Right. I'm not even Jewish, and I was offended. It's promoting violence and anti-Semitism. This WWE. I mean, this we don't like Trump, but this is just ridiculous. Like you're not making yeah, a, a case to, to against anything. It's like. Oh. It's just making you look silly when you're trying trying to like be offended by this this the 15 yeah. second silly little video from 2007 it's like this is just yeah. ridiculous yeah. there's many other things uh, to be upset with him about but calling him an anti-semite for this is like just silly uh, yeah it's stupid i'm sorry but yeah it came from reddit and then ended up on twitter somehow and he got a hold of it he tweeted it out and yeah, uh, like we, we try to be balanced and fair here, and um, I, 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 I will give this to to, to this. I, I just think this is funny. Like this made me laugh. Oh yeah, yeah every time is, I saw it. I think this is what I've been waiting for from Trump. He's finally forwarded something or shared something that has some kind of value. This has entertainment value. Everything else is like tweeted or whatever has all been a load of crap but this at least you know it's made us laugh it's got some yep. best in it hey well yeah. done trump you you got you got one thing right once well done <laughs> i was reading an article yesterday it was like called your worst fear of uh positive trump presidency like that would be the. What if all of a sudden it just turned around and Trump started. He legalized marijuana for ev all over the country. He like did all these uh, things that were amazing. All of a sudden, people were, like, what would the media do? But, they would be like, yeah, I hope, I'm so confused. Ah! <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 would be amazing if he suddenly like show up on TV and said like, Hey, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean anything I said before. Let's open the borders. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's give more one up, everyone. Right. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Let's decrease the military and give it to schools. We're like, what's going on right now? <laughs> let's let's get socialism into the United States. <laughs> right. Give America back to the Native Americans. That, I yes. mean, that's even a bit of a misnomer. We already have socialism here. People just don't yeah. pay... I mean, police officers, firefighters, roads, mm -hmm. all socialism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it for granted. Uh, another video that we're going to uh, watch is uh, Trump signing a Space Council executive order. We talked a little about this uh, last week. It's a little different. So this is like the funding bill that would give the money that would allow them to create what we were talking about last week, which was Space right. Corps. So this is like a it's a budget uh, a budget bill that would give the money that would if they signed off on creating the space corps this this would be where the money would come from but yes it's associated with that yeah and it does it with the biggest liar in the world Buzz Aldrin according mm -hmm. to me of course um, uh, uh, and if you don't know who Buzz Aldrin was. You should really call up your school and order your money back. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, kind of a jerk in general. I'm like, from what I've seen, he's kind of just a jerk. Yes. He, he punched a guy right for saying the moon landing yep. was fake at one point, and like the moon landing was fake. And he I've just heard just... in general that he's kind of just a jerk. But yeah, uh, yeah, this uh, was the kind of press conference for signing the bill Buzz Aldrin's there. Go ahead and keep an eye on Buzz Aldrin and watch for his facial expressions during this video because it's kind of funny, but <laughs> let's listen to the video and uh, maybe listen to what Trump's saying as well because he might say something a little interesting about what we were saying last week, so go ahead, Fro. Right. In three, two, one, go. I feel very strongly about it. I felt strongly about it for a long time. I used to say before doing what I did, I used to say what happened. Why aren't we moving forward? Today's announcement sends a clear signal to the world that we are restoring America's proud legacy of leadership in space. Our proud legacy of leadership in Our space. Our vice president cares very deeply about space policy. You're like the only people worried about and it. For good reason. Like space exploration is not only essential for characters and nation, nation but also our economy. Is this why he doesn't care about climate change? Security. Well, space believe in instead. It. Our yeah. travels beyond yeah. the Earth propel scientific discoveries that improve Chinese, so. our lives in countless ways here, right here at home. Powering vast That's new industries, like incredible technology, and providing the space security we need to protect the American people. And security is going to be a very big factor with respect to space and space exploration. Did you see Buzzy's the eyes then? They were uh, darting left to right. She's like, what is he talking about? The vice president will serve oh, as no, the council's chair. Well, first time Several I watched representatives this, I of my administration will join him, <laughs> including secretaries of state, defense, <laughs> commerce, oh, transportation, and homeland security. The chairman of the great, I'll tell you, he's doing a fantastic job, always working, always fighting. Winning. 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 Winning big. Winning big against ISIS. That Winning big. You see, against yeah. ISIS. So, the chairman of yeah. ISIS, of course, their space program. We're going to be going against them. The National Security <laughs> Advisor, NASA, I and the director might, of National Intelligence. Win. 
The Council will also draw the expertise of other <laughs> White House offices as well as insights from scientists, innovators, and business leaders from across the country. We have many business leaders. Because Aldrin's just thinking, thank private, God, I'm not going to be here when all this happens. And then he goes into, we need to privatize yeah. this. Let's stop it course, Because yeah. he's, of course, a, a Republican. He wants to privatize everything. But if you, if you were paying attention to the middle of that clip, he was talking about how we need to deal with space security because in the future, uh -huh. there are going to be security threats from space that we're, we're, yep. we're unaware we of about right this now. Last week. Yeah, probably some rogue robots that weren't tested properly that we they, predicted this. That NASA have put up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. So funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't. If you listen to what we talked about last week, Tilly, and then you listen to this clip, it's like, yep. are they talking about yeah. aliens? Are they trying to tell us that aliens are going to attack us right now? Because they're trying to get money past us by convincing us that aliens are going to kill us. That's what I think. But they're really well, just trying to take tax money. I think it's the start of the like, New World Order thing. Project Blue you know, the, Right. Yeah, that. It's the start of that. It's just like setting the groundwork. Like, uh, yeah. It's like, it's like uh, what was the thing we talked about last week, Fro? Why can we never remember the name of that? Uh... Well, whatever. It's a combination of that and Project Bluebeam, right? So that's right. what it probably is. Hey, in the United Kingdom, uh, Tilly, there's a festival uh, buff. Melvin Ben. I love that name. He has got a very uh, good name. Melvin Ben. Uh, what is uh, interesting about Melvin Ben, uh he is waiting on a drugs testing license for Reading and Leeds festivals, um, which basically means if you go to these festivals and you're, you've got drugs or you get drugs while you're there, you can take some of your drugs to this person in this tent. They'll test them and tell you if they're real, whatever you think you've bought, or if they're something else, maybe something dangerous, and they'll dispose of whatever they've tested and you'll get to know what it was. What, yeah, what's in it. So, like, if it's yeah. a, if it's like a pill, and it's pressed, uh, it's probably gonna be like, and it's supposed to be ecstasy or something. It's probably gonna be cut with like caffeine or something like that. And they'll tell you yeah. if it's like half something else and not pure, uh, or if it's not the drug you're taking that you think you're taking at all or anything yes. like that. There's Problem a lot. With this, I think a lot of the oh, festivals go, over yeah. here. Sorry, um, is that people. MDMA seems to be the massive thing with the younger ones, but there's also a lot of people on ketamine, and there's people being sold ketamine, being told it's MDMA, sure. taking it like MDMA and getting in a state and potentially dying. So it's it's to try and stop that. A lot of festivals I've been to have had drug awareness tents where they've said they've had pictures up of some of the dodgy drugs that they've seen going around recently, so you know what to look out for. Um and they were, I don't think they could offer drugs testing, but they could sort of give you advice and let you know what had been dodgy in that area and things like that. I know I went to festivals uh, when I was much younger, in the 2000s, I guess, that did drug testing. The thing that I... There's two problems with this that I see. Number one, people aren't going to do it because they're going to think they're going to uh, get arrested. for. You know what I mean? It's just... yeah. They're going to think that it's but a it's trick. But it's an amnesty, though. Right. Well, yeah, but it doesn't... They could, 
just getting your face and everything like that, people would think, oh, I, they might harass me later or something like that. Uh, so yeah. they wouldn't go there to do it in the first place. And then the thing that a lot of people are saying is this would promote drug use. I don't think that's true in any no. way whatsoever. Yeah. I think it makes it more safe, but people are saying, oh, this promotes people taking drugs because it's safe. Because they'll see that's that it's like safe saying... or they'll think think that it's safe. Right. It's like saying giving a prostitute condoms is promoting her going and doing what she's going to do. Selling her body for sex, right? Yeah, she's going to do that whether you give her those condoms or not. It's it's, it's regardless. She might as well help and the them other be more person safe. And all the other people that are going to be in contact with them safe, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm all Holy up for this. I think this shit. is brilliant. The amount of people yeah. I've seen in a mess because of the wrong drugs and... The amount of festivals I've been to, finding out every day that another person at that festival has died because of these dodgy drugs, or they've taken too much of something, or taken something thinking it was something else. Probably Don't like take the fiction brown style. acid. That's like classic. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite YouTubers, uh, I just found out now, has committed suicide. Oh no! Age, age 33, Steve uh, Ryan. She, oh, she. Yeah, she did a lot of parodies of Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga, and she even had her own show on VH1. What was her name? Sorry, she, bro? Uh, Steve Ryan. Huh, okay. She died at age 33 from suicide. Huh. Just wow. found that in the article. There is a lot anyway. of deaths around at the minute. Yeah, you, you, you want to talk about yours? Maybe. Oh, Stevie Ryan. If you okay. want to. Stevie Ryan. I was like, Steve is sorry. a little weird name for yeah, a lady. Stevie, sorry. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I'm sure you could call her Stevie. If right, and Steve's my nickname, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I lost a friend this week. Yeah. A couple of days ago. I'm still, still reeling. Still can't quite yeah. believe it. That wasn't suicide, but she was young. Right. And yeah. it was just, she was found in the, about half two in the morning on the sofa, and she'd passed away, leaving her, huh. I believe her daughter's 13. And it's, or something? We don't know yet. There's going to have to mm. be, um, the Autopsy. coroner's going to have right. to do the report and things. Yeah. Sounds um, like something like heart attack, though. Yeah, probably. I mean, these, these things happen, and I suppose... Oh, yeah, definitely. As you get older, the more people I've met through my life, um, the more likely it is to know somebody that will die suddenly. Yeah. The older you get, but the this is... more chance there is for sure, definitely. Yeah, but this is the third in like a year and a half. So uh, one was an accident, one had brain tumours, and then now her. I mean, oh. she was the one that got me into modelling. It was her first photo shoot as the main photographer that was my first photo shoot as a model. And then we did another shoot together to help build each other's portfolios and then another shoot together. And, mm. yeah, I always saw her in town. We'd always stop and have a chat. We had our own little in-jokes and everything. But I just completely took it for granted. It was always, oh, we need to meet up and like have a cup of coffee and stuff and have a catch-up. But neither of us ever got round to it. And now I never can. Yeah. It's just... Oh. <sighs> Our thoughts and prayers are with the family, of course. Yeah. Yep. It's always uh, rough. Let's move. Yeah. 
let's move on to other news. Uh, Norwegian police ban both right-wing and counter uh, demonstrations uh, against uh, against the neo-Nazi. So Can you demonstrate it... down the middle? Sorry? Can you demonstrate down the middle? Like, I don't like, mind you, either way, I, do... I don't really care. No, counter demonstrations <laughs> really know. If I'm the counter-demonstration counter demonstration means counter to the right. So, right. against the right-wing demonstration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it would be funny if they had the middle one. I yeah. don't really know what I believe. <laughs> it just like you have your sign that says, "Not sure what to write here." <laughs> yeah, just blank signs. So, having blocked the neo-Nazi demonstration in the town of Fredrikstad, police in Norway have also voted uh, to counter uh, vetoed the counter uh, demonstration. And I mean, it makes sense. If you say no to one demonstration. You don't really need a counter uh, demonstration against the neo Nazis if they're not there. So, uh, I yeah, I, I get the neo Nazis need to be around. The thing is, they the right wing people did have a demonstration. There was violence, uh, and or or you know uh, things went wrong. That's why the right wing demonstration got banned, and then people came out to. Right. They wanted to demonstrate against the right-wing demonstration that had already happened um, originally. So that one already happened, but then they said the demonstrators couldn't because they were afraid that the counter-demonstration would be violent. So, yeah, that was the whole reasoning there. Back. Which I guess it could be if the right-wing people showed up, and then, you know what I mean? Then you could have some yeah. violence between oh, the definitely. two. But I don't think a counter-demonstration against a violent demonstration is going to be violent, and if it was, they'd be kind of... The whole point would be kind they'd of broken. Be... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Because I don't think neo-Nazis, or any kind of Nazis, should be... Um, or should have the right to promote those kind of views. Right, but then you're getting into a scary to... place uh, of yeah, freedom I of do. speech, where yeah, if you're not allowing one people to do it, issue, then... Though. Then in this scenario, you're not allowing the other side to do it, yeah. and then eventually nobody's allowed to demonstrate, and then you have a well, problem. I see where, no like, difference yeah. to them. The difference between them and somebody that was protesting pro ISIS. Do you get what I mean? Like they're still, they're still. Yeah, but what do you think about the counter demonstrators being not allowed to? Uh, no, I think that's ridiculous. I think if the first demonstration has happened already, then you should be able to show on mass what everybody right. thinks something like there's more of us that think differently we're not going I just to beat see it you as, up i see away. it as a slippery slope uh yeah me too. that takes you down a path of not being able, like taking away your right of freedom of speech that's what i yeah. see I, as, but. I totally agree with luke yeah. i think i just think there should be have... a caveat to it freedom of speech unless you speak in hate but hate speech is also freedom of uh, of of speech that's right. the problem like one of my one of my biggest uh, problems... As long as you're not promoting with... killing people. Like, if you're... Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I, I do think, like, demonstrations pro-ISIS. Like, you're more than welcome to demonstrate about it. But then you have to also be willing for people to demonstrate against it. Yeah. That's the, that's the pleasure with freedom of speech, Kelly. I think, I think people that are pro-ISIS should be allowed to go in and say so. Of right. course they, 
the, but it's going to be ten people, and it's going to be a hundred people against them. <laughs> That's the, if not more. The yeah. nice, yeah, if not more. That's the nice. Hate's more powerful with... than love. If you're speaking no, it's love, oh, it is when you're talking and influencing people. I don't agree because you you can see. Okay, one of my biggest examples. I will give you a really good example. Uh, there's a man in Norway called Tortex. He's the leader of the uh, biggest uh, Nazi uh, movement in Norway. We know that he has like maybe five or six members in his group, and that, that this is like the main uh, main uh, neo-Nazi group in Norway. Is it and the we same know that... group that's in this article, or no? Okay. But uh, but uh, uh, it depends a little. They they could work together uh, on on special things, but to test is maybe the most known Nazi in Norway. Sure. And uh, not long t- time ago, Tilly, he had uh, uh, a big thing that he was going to uh, come to Oslo uh, and demonstrate pro-Nazi uh, things in Norway. Right. And. And I think there was maybe like, let's say it was 25 people that that came and was pro-Nazi things in this demonstration. In the demonstration that was against these people, there was over 5,000 people (laughs) or something like that. It was something ludicrous. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, people went totally bananas. And that's the fr- and that's that's where I say no. Love won at that that point. Love won at the point where uh, we we are allowed to show people how fucking crazy they are. If they are not allowed to do it, then then we can't show that we're against it either. But do the demonstrations it. actually change the Nazis' opinions? Like, does does it? No. Do they go? Oh, seeing that many people. But oh, it, okay, it shows them in a bad picture. It shows them in a bad way when five thousand normal uh, Norwegians comes and uh, demonstrates against twenty-five stupid individuals. Right. That shows those twenty-five people something that is more more important in it's giving them a in, lot of attention sorry giving them a lot of attention though right but this it's like it's, it's like, like throwing a... A, it's like throwing a concert for earth day you have to right. use up all this electricity power there's people are going to be throwing <laughs> trash all over the place like yeah you're promoting earth day but at the same time you're kind of ruining the earth so you got to have a give and take like which is more important and uh as far as freedom of speech goes you're allowed to say stupid things and people, you just got to be ready for people to say you're stupid. That's the whole thing yeah. about it. That's the thing about freedom of speech, yeah. Like, for example, now this week we had Pride Week in, in Oslo. One of the, like, my my favorite weeks of, uh, in Oslo, uh, sadly, it's not here in Lillamu because no, nobody has Pride here in, in Lillamu. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. kind of uh, kind of sad to say, but but uh, let's take kind of, pride to Lillehammer. Either that, or they yeah. all went to Oslo, maybe. Right. Yeah. But uh, uh, and and it's so it's so nice to see 
like this this week uh, on news it was a lot of like things from pride week and uh important people in, in the pride uh, community get to say their things but they also met people that go there and demonstrates against them like they are they they also are allowed to show up with one sign saying for example homosexual uh, 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 things are sin uh, go go like it's a little like those um, uh, in America we have those uh, people that go Baptist Church yes and I, I think they are a perfect example of why we need the freedom of speech I think those people need to be allowed to be open because if if, if they hide till then and here's the problem. They will turn into an ISIS group. They will turn into a group that do an more violence. Militant. Yeah. Group. Yeah, they yeah. Will, yeah, they will do they will do more harm if they are not allowed to show themselves as stupid mofos. And I would suggest that uh, in America the white supremacist groups have that's happened is right. they were driven underground, uh, and that did happen, where it created an underground um, kind of secret society of people that um, I, I would almost say became a voting block for Trump. You know what I mean? I'm like, right. yeah. uh, but those people are out there, and they don't talk about it with other people. They're kind of hidden in the shadows, and that's, to me, scarier than an out-in-the-open racist, somebody who's just yeah. blatantly... Because I know I've got, oh, look a at that guy. I can, I can stay away from him, but if I don't know, then I, I can't. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, the real reason we got Trump is because of the Democrats, but whatever. Go, we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> hey! It's your favorite uh, segment of the news, Philly. It's Eurovision news! Hmm, even though it's finished! Yes, because we talked about this. Uh, Ukraine is uh, face, uh, facing fine over uh, R- Russia not being in it. Uh, they are f- uh, f- uh, facing a fine of uh, 200,000 euros or uh, 176,000 uh, pounds. That's a lot of money. They should have just let is that it... woman in. For a it's country, that... is that a lot of money? I don't know, Ukraine maybe. For us in America, if they find us that, we'd be like, whatever, yeah. Yeah, Trump... what's the Ukraine's financial state like? <laughs> it's I mean, not good. I don't think yeah, they're one okay. of the superpowers. They're definitely no, not, not that, really... no. I don't think they're quite but, Greece. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but uh, it's definitely, uh, it's kind of, uh, but uh, it's also, uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, the leader of, Eurovision came out this week and said it was the most uh, difficult Eurovision he has ever done mm-hmm. in his uh, lifetime. Also because of this, so it's kind of it's kind well, of probably mostly just because it was in Ukraine to begin with. Like that, that's really what created yeah. most of the problems is that it was there and then they wanted to yeah. ban people from the country. So if it, you know if it would have been in Spain, this would have been a whole different story, I guess. But. And it says, uh, also, I think it's kind of interesting. Additionally, the host broadcaster failed uh, accurately to fulfill its obligation with regards to cooperation with the EBU 
over partification of the uh, Russian artists. As a result, this attention was drawn away from the competition and the brand reputation of Eurovision Song Contest was endangered. Endangered. Oh, endangered. Oh, endangered. All right. Oh, right. Yeah, I can't uh, read. I need to wash my glasses, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I find this kind of interesting because we talked about it uh, before on the uh, podcast that we, we, we said they probably would get yeah. uh, a fine. And now we know they are definitely getting a fine. Uh, but they have they have um, an opportunity to say, no, we don't agree with this. And I think the article said they did that at once, but I'm not 100% sure if I understood it correctly, so don't take my my five cents about it, but I I think they said, uh, no, we don't want this to be fine, so it's going upper uh, level, because it's, it's, it's not to the country, mostly, uh, look, it's the... Um, it's mostly the the uh, the national uh, TV station that gets the fine, and not the country itself. Sure. Okay. Because it's the, the it's television uh, television uh, uh, national television that is uh, is. Uh, Again, the, we we I'm I don't know a lot about Ukraine, but there's a very good chance but, their TV is. Uh, owned by the government, so who knows? But yeah, right. yeah. That was news of the week. Let's move on. We have uh, an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group. It's called Another Digital Citizen on Facebook. Search for Another Digital Citizen on Facebook, and you can join us and talk shit. Have we gotten any email this week? No, I just looked. Uh, no emails. Oh. Luke, what have you seen on TV this week? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I guess one thing I didn't see on this week was any press briefings from the White House because they blocked all <laughs> cameras from yes. taping inside of press briefings. And uh. the press was saying... Uh, they're allowed so, to do some audio recording in the press yep. briefings, like with Sean Spicer, is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not allowed to videotape uh, any actual video, so <sighs> unless they say so. Which, this isn't like high school. You know, Sean Spicer isn't the principal saying, hey, don't chew gum. Like, these yeah, are this reporters, is and they could just turn the camera on. Like, the only reason they're not turning the camera on is because they all don't want to lose access. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So what they're doing is they're not being reporters, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, didn't see any of those on TV, so that's kind of some... It's been like a running thing on TV for months and months is the Sean Spicer thing. We've seen it on SNL and everything else, and now they've kind of taken that away. I don't. The whole thing is like getting rid of cameras but still allowing audio. Like, what's the difference, really? Yeah. Like, uh, how many times have we made fun of Sean Spicer for something physical? It's always something he says... That's the problem. So I don't see that as a huge issue. Uh, but I do think it's a huge issue that the reporters aren't just turning the cameras on. They're like going, oh, well, they're complaining about it, but they're not just going, 
why don't we just turn the cameras on? Let's just yeah. turn the cameras on. What are they gonna do? Fire us? They don't. They don't. They didn't even hire us. Like they can't fire us. So yeah. Uh, what else did I see this week? Oh, uh, this weekend, double shot of West Coast Wrestling Connection. Uh, we did a whole bunch of shows over two days. Um, a lot of good stuff. There was one really amazing match that uh, between two new guys that was really really good. The second day, it was like a mind blowing match. There so was a brand new guy that showed up that day, and he wrestled another match a couple hours later and the crowd was like super behind this guy um really big really good show uh and then the last thing i saw this week which i think hopefully fro saw big brother us started this week on wednesday we did see it this week okay uh it's called the summer of temptation and kind of the theme it seems to me is um garden of eden a biblical yep. biblical theme is that what you're getting from because this bro? yeah because the the apple apple uh, apple thing and they had temptation and yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's so the apple it's and the so, snakes it's so good it's, I'd it's love maybe to design one of a the big brother house sorry i'd love to design a big brother house yeah, i'm gonna say this cool. one's super amazing but oh, no the, the theme is a little awful. interesting i find the it interesting because really interesting I've always found, at least I've watched every single episode of Big Brother US, and they yeah. have, it's majority of the time, all Christian people. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if they do that Not on purpose. Fun. Like, there was one season where they brought in a Muslim guy, and they made a huge yeah. deal about it. Like, it was the biggest mm-hmm. thing ever. Oh my gosh, we put a Muslim guy on our TV show. It was like, they every episode they show him, uh, you know, praying on, on his prayer mat and everything. Like, they thought it was such a huge deal. Uh... So, Big Brother US definitely skews Christian as far as, like, the cast every year. Well, definitely. Um, but the big news yeah, for they me... They have that Christian black girl with uh, with us this time, though. That's super... No, I'm saying they always skew it. Christian. Almost everybody on the show oh. is always Christian, bro. Is that... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, if you look at all the cast members that are in there now, they're all Christian. The guy Paul from last yeah. season... He went to a Christian college. Like they're all, yep. yeah, they're all very Christian. Uh, I don't know why they do that in America. Why they pull from only that demographic, oh, but strange. they do. Um, the maybe only that's thing what their viewer base have, is majority. Maybe, but uh, I, I don't. I think it's kind of. It's. I don't think that's it. But with this, this, this year's um, uh, theme, it's especially funny that they have so many Christians with them. I think. Right, but it's not just this year. It, like I said, it's from season one. Like, everybody's always... Like, there was one season where there was a guy that had all these tattoos, and he was a reborn, uh, what, uh, mm-hmm. born-again Christian, uh, but he had a tattoo that was like an atheist tattoo, and so they blurred it out every time they showed this guy. Oh, um, God. And it became a big controversy. And But yeah, it's almost always the house guests skew uh, all... all I think it maybe has to do with, like, maybe the producers think that Christians have better moral values, so they're not going to, like, kill each other. I bet that has something to do with it. It probably has to do with the production. But, most interesting thing, I know somebody that is in this house. I worked no, with the No, really? That's yes. super cool. Who? Uh, I'll let you guess, Fro. Uh, uh, you don't have to give man? me a name, just a description, I guess. Old man that t- took the money. Nope. Okay. It's the girl that left this week. No. 
Yes. Really? Uh, I believe her name was Megan. Yeah, I worked with Megan, her at a movie yeah. theater. So I'm watching the first two episodes. Oh. Uh, I watched them like they were. Really? Uh, they were on day after day. And the first day I yeah. watched it, I was like, gosh, that girl looks so familiar. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, the first time I saw it, I di it didn't really, like, click. And the second day I watched it, and I was, I, uh, looking at her, I'm going, man, she looks familiar. And then I saw her in a, in a pantsuit in my head, and I go, it just, like, all of a sudden, all these memories started, like, coming back. And I was like, oh, that's her. And, uh, and then oh, I remember funny. that she left the movie theater being the military, which is what they say she did right. on the show. So, um right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I worked with her, and uh, this week she left the house. She said, yeah. um, at least according to her Twitter, because of PTSD. So, oh, yes, uh, it is a stressful was... thing being in a big Big Brother house. She was in for yeah. like what four days or something, but they were something already like kind of bullying her, uh, yeah. even in day three. So, yeah, they oh, were gosh. really against her. Yeah, uh, this, nice Christian this spirit, right? Well, this this house is kind of it's kind of a special tele because because it has this temptation thing. There's more more play this time than ever been before. I think I think it's, it's so easy to get uh, into special groups. If you well, she just got thrown under the bus because the one yeah. guy he took this uh, special apple that was supposed to it gives him safety for the week and he took it even though he knew it was going to screw a whole lot of other people over and then he blamed it on her and then yep. she's like what did i do but he's you know and then everybody took that and then rolled with it and then everybody starts blaming her for everything and yeah. she just really she got really bullied and it was not it, i don't think it was cool but yeah no it was not cool at all but uh and I yeah no it's cool but uh, it's so it's so different because it's so so much worse really, to to see two big brothers at, at the uh, uh, time because yeah. Big Brother United Kingdom so much better. Is it? Yeah. I'm glad oh, I'm watching yeah. that one then. Well, the U.S. version is only three days a week, so they kind of got to boil a bunch of days down into one episode. Whereas UK, you're going to see a lot more because it's a di episode every day. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tilda. Have you seen anything cool on TV? Um, Dar O'Brien's Go 8-Bit is continuing on UK yep. TV. Well, on Dave. That <laughs> was very funny. funny this week with Edith Bowman. Um, and I found the Jim Jeffries show, which has okay. oh, right, yeah. four episodes. And oh my God, I love it. It's like John Oliver meets Daniel Tosh. -ish. I'm kind it's of like, like a, a little bit... Two wary of it i mean i like him i like his stand-up and i liked uh his show that was an actual tv show legit, legit. I think it was called yeah i love, I love but legit. this one i saw that it was going to be like a panel kind of interview show and i was like uh i don't know if i want to see that but what is it called <laughs> the jim jeffries show but you liked it you thought it was good yeah but Maybe i do I, I love jim jeffries um and the people he has on for interviews aren't I don't know, it's not like celebrities and things, it's more politicians or people that are specialists right. in something so we can that actually ask the questions and they'll know the answers because you guys know so, how I feel about John Oliver and Stephen Colbert and those kind of things so yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, he's um, he's good. You can tell that everything is sort of squished in together a bit, and he wants to try and get his point across. But he's trying to, you know, it's his first ever TV show like this, where he's hosting. He's got an audience and you know guests and things. Mm. So it's still, but they joke about it being early days and that he's new at it and stuff. I think it's one it's one to watch. I like his opinions. I like the facts that he brings out, and you can fact check them. <laughs> this is uh, on on Dave. Uh, no, I think it's it's on one of the American networks. I okay. can't remember what it is. Hmm. I want to say uh, Comedy else? Central, but I don't think it is. Okay. That what sounds about right to me. Uh, yeah, it's on Comedy Central. Yeah. Oh. And I can't remember if I've told you guys about this or not, but there's a uh, documentary about Lily Savage. No. Ah. Who's that? Who is I don't know who that is. Yeah, who is Lily Savage? Lily Savage is a character created by a man called Paul O'Grady. Um, okay. He dressed as her and became this huge star, like literally the first proper drag queen or drag act to make it fully into UK TV. And well, uh, Monty Python. Oh, no, wait, I've not finished. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but this was his whole act. You never, you saw him as Lily, and that was oh, him when he was famous. People didn't know him as a... Hello? Dog. Oh, yes? we lost you there for a second. Oh, no! We lost you. Oh, I'm here, don't lose me. Yeah, one day he was walking along the road, walking his own dog, and his dog got quite famous because the dog was on telly with Lily quite a lot. So he's walking the dog, and these little old ladies come up. Oh, that's Lily Savage's dog. That's nice. Is she letting you walk him? Um, what's she like? <laughs> and he just turned around and like, oh, she's a bitch. And they're like, oh, we're going to write to her and tell her. And they did. They wrote to Lily Savage, and he read it. Like, oh, stupid old ladies. Like, idiots. But he's managed to um, not only make it successful and become a daytime TV presenter as Lily he's also managed to now come back as Paul O'Grady as himself and not be in the shadow of Lily anymore Lily doesn't come out Lily doesn't exist anymore he is Paul O'Grady and the country's just really taken to him and he's not the kind of person that anybody thought would get anywhere you know, just working in gay clubs and stuff and being really brash and quite quite rude and saucy, but in a really sort of common way. Like, he's from Liverpool, so but Lily he's kind was... Of, he's kind of given up drag at this point, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he's he moved gave... on with his career? Oh, I see. Yeah, because he's gone from being Lily Savage and doing um, sort of comedy specials and an audience with and things like that and hosting Blankety Blank which you guys have it and it's called something else over there. I can't remember what it is. You know, it's like Jane has a car, but she says it's always too blank and then they have to fill it in. Mad Libs? <laughs> but yeah, it's it a game show where you've got two contestants and then a panel of um, the match game. The match game? Okay. The match game. Oh. Okay. Oh. She hosted the... Uh, English version of that daytime TV sort of thing. So that was oh. like a big feat for somebody dressed in drag. 
And now he's had his own show. He's done his own specials where he's worked with the RSPCA with animals and dogs and things. He's doing documentaries where he's going out to Africa and India and looking at the sanctuaries and things that are out there. And the whole country loves him as him as well as when he was Lily. And, yeah, that's a really good documentary. It's got a lot of people that worked with him at the very beginning and have seen him sort of go through everything and how he is just himself and the whole world loves him. Cool. I watched, uh, uh, and Luke is going to be so surprised, I watched uh, Super Year Donuts this week. Uh, and I say that Luke is going to be so surprised because he was the one that recommended it to me. Right. Uh, A and, couple times, yeah. And I really, 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 really didn't understand what the thing was before... Maybe episode three or four, then okay. I fall in love with it because first it was kind of a normal in and out sitcom. Uh, yeah. Sitcom. Then it gets to be better. Like it's a little like uh, I I didn't understand how good it was before it was almost like finished because the last. Last, uh, uh, it's only uh, the first season is uh, like thirteen episodes. So from episode four and uh, so on, it was really, 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 really good. Mm. I really enjoyed it. But uh, do you agree that the first episodes are not as good? Uh, me? Uh, mm, yeah. I don't remember. Like it's been a while since I watched it, so I'd, I'd have to go back and see, but. Um, I just remember really liking the show all in all, but I might have been yeah. a little enraptured by the cast, which is pretty, really there's a lot of really cast. good actors, really good yeah. comedy actors in there, so yeah. Uh, then I watched The Great Indoors, uh, I did not like that, I thought it was kind of a shit show, to be honest. Super cheesy, uh, yeah. Really... Yeah, I gave up on it after the first half, I think, of the first season. Oh, you've seen it? I've seen bits of it, but yeah, I yeah. didn't. It didn't draw me in as much, considering it's got people in it that I really like. It didn't. I don't know. I just didn't. I stopped caring when I saw it's it. It's the same oh, joke over that. and over yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. It's you millennials are, are lazy. That's every yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't so quite well, understand you... all this, but I have all the gadgets. Right. You should watch Superior, Superior Donuts. Uh, you would love it. Would I really? Yep. Uh, then I watched uh, the end of Nobody's, and um, is it been so long that I can spoil it? Uh, well, the ending was Joke. last week. So... Okay. So oh. yeah, we'll just say spoilers, oh. and and then go spoilers ahead. for the ending of of Nobody's coming up right now. So the joke was funny. I I find it so funny. Because she she is one of my favorite uh, characters from uh, uh, the White House series. She played she played the uh, the uh, the uh, she played the information chief uh, on uh, the White House. Have you seen seen that show? I don't know what you're talking about. The White House show? No. Uh, uh, West Wing. And I don't know who she is either, so, yeah. West Wing. 
she played uh, uh, when she said she was the order. She was uh, when she uh, the lady called, from the elevator. Is that who you're talking yes, about, or you're talking about the main the, character yes. lady? No, the lady from the elevator. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I, I laughed. I you just have to see it. So really, we're not spoiling anything because Fro's being so really? confusing. But there's a scene like way at the beginning of the series that's like so it funny. seems like a scene that's just not it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of it. It's kind of like in episode three out of like thirteen episodes, uh, something like that. And then oh, that one scene that you f totally have forgotten about at the very end is like oh, the basis God. of this joke that is the basis of the whole show. It's very yep. interesting how they did it. Yeah. Mm. And it's so funny. I laughed so fucking hard. Right at the end, mm. you laughed so hard, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then I watched uh, Gypsy. Gypsy, this new uh, uh, show on uh, Netflix uh, with uh, uh, that girl. <laughs> you know that girl! Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I have I've written it down somewhere and I totally lost it. Oh, well, <laughs> we all know that girl. Naomi Watts. <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. I saw the show came out this week. Uh, Gypsy is what it's called, right? Um, Gypsy. And it's what did you call really it from? Rich. Gypsy. No, it's Gypsy. Gypsy. Yeah. Oh. Like, like a Romney, like Gypsy. Oh. But it has nothing to do with that. Uh, I don't understand the title then. Uh, does she travel uh, around in the show, maybe? Uh, not really. Huh, then I don't know. Uh -huh. I but, just uh, googled Naomi Watts and a thing has come up saying... Oh, it just disappeared. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, but uh, it was... Uh, it's ten episodes. I did kind of hate love this show it's really bad show but Naomi Watts is really good in it okay. so it's really kind of weird to watch because what is it I about it, like the little summary okay so uh, Naomi Watts is playing this ther uh, therapist right that right. gets uh, a little too much involved with her uh, client patient's life right Right, and that that is more or less uh, it. Uh, but Naomi Watts is such a good actor in this, so she saves the show from being a complete crap fest. <laughs> but still, I'm not super like into the show, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. So oh, right. it's a it's a hard kind of eh recommend. Eh, <laughs> eh. If so you completely thing... run out of things to watch, then maybe give it a chance. But other than that, you'd say no. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I would. I would give it a four and a half out of ten. Ah, all right. Oh, well, this yeah. thing I found when I googled Naomi Watts to see who she was because I recognised the name. Um, it says Naomi Watts's new Netflix show is Hella Bananas and Extremely Gay. It is Hella Bananas that... and Extremely Gay. Does that explain it? Describe it well. <laughs> Yeah, it is extremely gay. But she's, was she in the ring? She kisses a lot of girls in the show, and that saves the show for me. 
<laughs> oh, the ring. You mean the movie? The I, I when you yeah. said the I was picturing her in the movie in the TV show Glow when you said that. But okay. Uh, <laughs> Which you should see that too. Go ring? ahead and check out Glow. It's really good. I right. need to watch it. I started yeah. watching it. You for need a second, to watch it, Billy. It's really good. You'll really oh, enjoy I'll that one. When I'm awake. You will fucking love it. Me yeah. and Luke. It's got Alison Brie in it. Is that Alison Brie? Yes, and it's also got yeah, Mark Maron. Who? Mark Maron in one of the best roles he's ever played on TV. <laughs> and I mean that, actually. Well, let's move on. We are going to finally find out what is the best movie in the world, kind of. According to us. <laughs> I don't uh, even know if that counts for this, but it's the uh, best movie, movie tournament. ever. Yeah. But we kind it's of the had best to... movie Tiddly has seen tournament. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, well, I don't know what Luke's picks are, so I don't know if I've seen them. I asked Tiddly after, because I don't cheat, I asked after I picked the movies if she's in all of my movies, and she has. Yes, I had. Yeah, he sent me all the movies first and said, have you seen these? And he'd, <laughs> he'd already picked them, so... I already picked them, so I didn't cheat. No. Well, I'm sure you would have changed them if... Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. Oh. Well, no. Well, then you would have made me watch a film. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's uh, first round. Lions, uh, the Lion King. That's my tropes. Uh, if you haven't seen The Lion King, it's an animated uh, movie about a lion that gets to be a king. That's why it's called The Lion King. <laughs> And right. it's Disney. <laughs> and, and if you've Disney, never found Disney. out, it's directly stolen from a Japanese cartoon. But yeah. Yes. And uh, it's one of those Disney films I really like to watch over and over again. That's why I picked it. Uh, I guess the next one is yours, Luke. Yep. Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Uh, classic um, 90s one. movie about this, uh, the 70s. And yeah. uh, people getting out of high school, their last day of high school, and then the big party afterwards. And it's it's just a classic um, end of high school, on to newer, better things kind of movie. So, right. Have you seen this uh, movie, Taylor? I don't. I think I have, but then you've just described it, and now I don't. <laughs> Uh, all uh, right, all right, all right. Is from this. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, maybe definitely. I must have seen it, but it hasn't stuck with me. Uh, I'll <laughs> post up the poster, maybe, and maybe I'll. Yeah. Um, post the poster. Post, post, post. Post the poster. <laughs> post, you make post, post. <laughs> uh, we are a goose. Yeah. We're a gaggle. A gaggle. Yes. A gaggle of uh, geese. Okay, I'm going to vote first. I'm going to vote for Lion King. I think that's a better movie than Taste and Confused, to be honest. Luke? Well, Lion thing. King is stolen from somewhere, and it's not original, so I'm going Taste and Confused. <laughs> so that means to it. Um, I'm going to have to go with The Lion King, because I went to see it at the cinema when it came out. I owned it on video. I know it word for word. Me and Dick have been known to sing parts of it. It's really <laughs> Quite good. Quite a lot. 
when I was in fifth grade, maybe I think it came out when I was in fifth grade, and everybody was singing uh, Hakuna Matata all over the place. It drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. And, like Hakuna there were girls Matata. in my class that would not shut up. So it was like I started to hate those songs from that musical. But yeah, but look, me. but look. It's a passerite. It means no worries for the best of the less. It's a problem-free philosophy. Akuna Matata. <laughs> and look, I, like... like... I, I, I can hear him banging his head into yeah. something yeah. sharp, sharp and metal. <laughs> I like the. I just can't wait to be king. To be king. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, me too. One of my favorite things to do is actually quote this. I can see what's happening. What? And they don't have a clue. (laughs) Did Jonathan Taylor Thomas just disappear after this movie also? (laughs) Here's the bottom line. Okay, uh, then we have Nightmare Before Christmas. That's your thing, Taylor. It is. movie about? Um, this movie is about Jack Skellington, who is the um, pumpkin king of Halloween Town, who is bored of doing the same old thing all the time, always with the scares and Halloween, the big countdown. They do everything the same year. They've done it for ages. And right. he goes on a big walk with his dog and stumbles into a tree and finds Christmas land, which, of course, he's never seen, and decides that he's going to create Christmas, give Santa a break, He'll create Christmas with his Halloween Town friends. It doesn't go down oh. very well. And it's done by Tim Burton. And it's uh, against my pick, Alien. Uh, I picked Alien because it's one of the most scary movies I know of. I get the crap uh, scared out of me every time I watch it. And I watch it many, many times. Uh, I think it's so fucking scary and I love it. Uh, it's uh, about this ship out in space uh, that uh, finds something interesting and uh, uh, I won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen this but why haven't you seen this? Yeah, you should have. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you, you should have. But I am going to let you all first, Tilly. Mm, see, this is really hard because I do love Alien as well but Nightmare it's Before okay. Christmas I can always stick it on if I'm in a rubbish mood or, you know, it's getting towards Christmas or right. whenever I could stick it on. And I've got so much of the merch, it'd be wrong for me to vote anything else. Uh, I am sadly going to say Alien. I love Nightmare Before Christmas, though. I do. But, oof, Alien is scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to go Alien as well. That's fair, dude. Uh, I think there's a lot more that goes into Alien as far as production goes. Um, I think like the storyline's probably a, a little move. more in- yeah. intricate and uh, original. So that's my right. reasoning. Okay. Then we have The Matrix. Uh, that is my choice. Uh, the Matrix, if you haven't seen it, uh, more or less is the Jesus story told in a really strange way. Uh, it's kind of the Jesus story told in a really strange way. Uh, the Matrix is one of those movies where, if you haven't seen The Matrix, I don't really know how to explain it. 
It's about this guy that finds out that he's maybe the chosen one that's going to try to save uh, human humanity. Have you heard that story before? So it's kind of the stolen mm -hmm. uh, story about Jesus. Yeah. So, and it's against you, the usual suspects. One of my favorite movies of all time. That is Luke's choice. Right. When was the last time you saw The Matrix, Fro? Um, probably like ten years ago. Okay, it doesn't hold up. I'll tell you that. Um, really? I can imagine that. Yes, it's not actually a good movie. Uh, if you watch yeah. it again, yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. bad. One of my favorite parts to make fun of. I'll I'll go to it real quick and then I'll do Usual Suspects. But right. they're down in like the in, they're in the ship in like the tubes and they're hiding from the sentinels that are like trying yeah. to track them down. And uh, the one guy, the, the the guy who flies the ship, uh, Keanu Reeves is like, what are we going to do? Can't we get away from them? And then he's like, no, we can't. Those things only have one mission. Seek and destroy. <laughs> Wait, it, seek and? Isn't that two things? How can you have one <laughs> mission that's two things? Doesn't even make sense. Um, so yeah, that bad line of dialogue, but... There's a lot of other bad Usual things in it, but... Suspects I saw actually a month ago or something like that. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. more recently than... Uh, the I saw it really? within the year, for sure. I know, I saw it on oh, TV, though, so, yeah. where it was like TV edit, you know what I mean? So it's like all the yeah. yeah. bad words are changed and things like that. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny, the TV edit. Um, One of the this best is... endings of a movie ever. Yeah, at the time it was super original. Other things have kind of copied off of it, but... I oh think yeah, that's, definitely. You know, flattering to be copied off of in that way but yeah it's about a group of people that get pulled into the nypd police station for uh, a crime that to figure out which one of them committed it and then they end up getting courted by this kind of secret underground uh uh what's the good word crime syndicate to uh carry out this mission and they don't know who they're working for, and they, it's all about them trying to figure out who they're working for. And it's a story told post when the story happened, so it's very interesting. Uh, oh. Kevin Spacey, probably the ma main character, I guess. Yeah. Look, I'm going to let you vote. Uh, usual Suspects, for sure. Taylor, I'm going to let you vote. Usual Suspects. Although so, I do, I'm going you know... Matrix was good. It did make everybody think a bit different. Fro, right. I'm going to let you watch The Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah. I actually agree. It's a better movie. I haven't seen The Matrix in like uh, since it came out. So I saw The Matrix when it first, uh, in the theater when it came out, and I yeah, loved it too. originally, and then seeing it, whatever, I think I saw it maybe two years ago, and I was like, wow, this is not... <laughs> I don't know, it just doesn't hold up for some reason. So it's so. one for the memories, then, not for the actual... Right, totally. I would not right. recommend going back and watching it if, if you enjoyed it, so... I'm actually going to see it after this podcast. <laughs> oh, no, you <laughs> spoil it! That's, that's what Fro does, but yeah. 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 Uh, then we are going to have the battle of the bad movies, I call it, because I don't fucking understand either of your choices. But uh, let's. Uh, I think it. my choice is better than the one you cho chose. I think. No. Uh, well, we'll get into it. But go well, ahead. We will talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Dark Crystal, uh, Tilly. Yes, 
The Dark Crystal. What is this movie about? It's awful, awful movie. It's not an awful, awful movie. It's the it movie is. that it's meant that movie. Labyrinth could exist. It's um, about a boy being thing. He's not a human. No, nothing's human in this film. It's all Jim Henson right. animatronics and puppet things. Um, yeah, he's the last of his kind, and he's kind of all been destroyed by the evil Skeksis. And this one, one boy, Jen, has been saved by the um, the good guys, these big, good, protecty guys, the masters, who are all dying. So it's up to this boy to go and fix the dark crystal and save the day and live to the prophecy. But he bumps into some extra friends on the way. Now, I love this film. This is... There's so many people out there that can't watch it. There's so many children that wouldn't watch it with me when I was a child because they're scared out of their wits by the Skeksis or, well, any of them, really, to be honest. It's it's a dark world with strange creatures and a lot of things. I would rather see The Labyrinth 10,000 times than seeing Dark Crystal again. I think I have seen The Labyrinth 10,000 times more than <laughs> I don't like either of those movies. Did you, did you hear they're making a Dark Crystal TV show? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And there's supposed to be a Labyrinth um, either reboot or continuation. Right. But then Not then I get, get really confused because Back to the Future 3 is actually better Back to, than Back to the Future 2. Back to the Future 3 is awful. What are you talking about? No, Back to the Future the... 2 is like the thing... Ev- when you hear somebody quote Back to the Future, more than likely they're quoting Back to the Future 2, not Back to the Future 1. One one of my biggest problems with Back to the Future 2 is that it it, it plays on... Okay, it plays on, on the timelines in such a crappy way that you're never, never sure what timeline you are in. It goes back and forth so many times. Like, I don't get that from this. Uh, I think maybe you need to watch it again, movie. Fro, because all they do is they go forward in time, and then they go back in time, they go forward in time again, and then they go back to the original time at the end of the movie. That's all. It's that's so the only time travel they do in this. <laughs> I don't like this movie. I mean, if 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 you want Back to the Future that you think of when people say Back to the Future, it's Back to the Future Two, because it's got the flying car. Back to the Future One does not have a flying car. It's got the hoverboard. <laughs> It's got uh, Trump Biff in it. It's got yeah. Uh, yeah it's got the ho- uh, what do you? That kind of hoverboard can't go over water. Ha, 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 ha. It's got that. It's got uh, <laughs> Domino's Pizza heated up level three. It's got everything. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. It's got the shoes that are big now because they actually made a real version of the shoes from Back to the Future Two. Nike did. Yeah, with the self-tying laces. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is kind of, I think this is more iconic than Back to the Future One. I think a lot of people, when they say Back to the Future, they just generalize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right. then they'll talk about Back to the Future, and most of the time, if it's somebody, maybe they're a little Ill- ill-informed and they don't remember a hundred percent, they they'll talk about Back to the Future, but what they're really talking about is Back to the Future Two. So mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't Back to the Future the the, the one with the silly uh, book of sports? That's Back to the Future too. <laughs> yeah, 
like, yeah. uh, isn't that Back to the Future 2? Yeah, that, that's oh, what you I said asked. Back to the Future. Back to the Future 1 is where they go to the 50s and Johnny B. Right. Good. Where, and... where he has sex with, almost has sex with his own mom. Right. Yeah. Right. And they think he's called Calvin Klein. That's what yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, let you two vote first because I have no clue what to pick because this is really bad. Uh, uh, ladies uh, first, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll be picking mine. The Dark Crystal, a cult classic. Yeah. I'm gonna pick mine uh, to make it difficult for Fro, and because I don't like The Dark Crystal. <laughs> it is. It is really a shit movie. It's not. It's really good. Oh. But I don't really like Back to the Future either. Uh, this is this is actually hard for me for all the wrong reasons. I'm going to pick Back to the Future too because I think that actually is a better movie than Dark Crystal. Not saying that I liked Back to the Future, but right. You got to make a decision though, right? Yeah. Right. Actually. Okay, um, let's do a little fantasy booking. There was another movie that... I, this was one in between another movie that I was going to pick, and it got this one got put in there. Uh, I was going to pick Wayne's World. Would that have been mm-hmm. easier for you, Fro? Oh, definitely. Okay. I fucking love Wayne's World. Maybe Wayne. that would have been a better choice for me, but I went back to the future too, so... Wayne's World is so funny. I was actually hoping we'd have a Back to the Future 1 versus Back to the Future 2 off, I guess, which we're not we going to get see. unless we get it in the finals. We'll see. We will see. Uh, then we have Beetlejuice. That is uh, Luke's pick. Right. Tim Burton movie about two people who die in a car crash and <laughs> go so to, fun. I guess, the other side, the death dimension. The, they cross the I river sticks, And yep. you've got Beetlejuice who is a, I guess, has been ejected out of the uh, ghost realm and is trying to get back in and trying to use them. It is a very good uh, classic Tim Burton movie. Really good. Then we have a really obscure, and this is so funny choice, because this is so obscure that I actually, I have a little, like, uh, thing. Uh, Ask me which movies I watched this week, uh, Luke. Uh, what m- movies did you watch this week? Oh, that's funny that you asked me that. I actually watched Robin Hood, uh, ah! the Disney uh, classic, because yes. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I'd watched it. To be honest, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, when I was finished with it, I was like, I never seen this movie before. I gotta say, it's from the '60s, right? Never it's seen it really before. Really old. Never ever seen it before. You've been missing out. Yep. So I actually watched Robin Hood this week. Ah, uh, seventy-three. Right. So I, I was a little. Uh, yeah. Really obscure choice, but uh, yeah. What is this movie about, Stella? This movie is the Disney's take on the legend of Robin Hood, and right. instead of it being people and things, they're all animals. So Robin Hood's a fox and Maid Marian's a vixen. Um, Maid Marian's handmaiden's a big white duck who's yep. brilliant. Yeah, there's just there's tons of brilliant songs in it. Um, the storyline's pretty good. And there's some, you know, some action-y bits for the boys. But yeah, this was um, Dick's favourite film growing up. It was one of my favourite films growing up. And we have spent many a drunken night singing the songs to of this film. 
Because really? they're brilliant. Yes. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest. That, that one. A lot. I kind of <laughs> have bad memories of this because maybe this is weird, but the Disney copy of this that I watched when I was younger, I think it was my neighbor's or maybe it was, maybe it was mine. I don't remember, but it had Briar Rabbit and the Tar Baby short on it as well, if you've ever seen that. Oh, no. It is racist. It's really racist. Oh. It's very racist. Well, no, I never saw that. I've only... I think it came out around the same time, probably. And it was on... It was on the copy I had, and it was kind of like, wow, this... In my mind, the two are kind of connected, I guess, but... Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, but it's it's not... If you tape it off the TV, then it was fine. Right. Look... Between you and me, uh, Tilly can't hear this, of course, because I'm only talking to you. Right. Uh, Robin Hood was a sh- shit in the movie. This is such an easy choice. This is like, uh, this is really good Tim Burton against holy yeah, shit, they made this in 73. <laughs> right, the animation is probably, I, I haven't seen it in years, but it probably doesn't quite stand so up, I'm bad. guessing. So you got to remember, this is like hand-drawn animation, yeah. Fro, so... This is proper, you know, sweat, blood, and tears. Yeah, but, okay, Cell okay. by cell their kind of fir- stuff, yeah. The first, the first Disney movie ever, uh, uh, Snow White, it, it is actually good uh, at this time, too, so don't give me that crap, because... Sure. Well, I, I still so. like Disney's Robin Hood, but I can't say much for the animation, because the copy I've got is still VHS, and it's the one I taped off the TV <laughs> when I was about five. Right. <laughs> so the tracking goes... The quality the is decreasing oh. by day. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, look, what are you voting for? Beetlejuice. Uh, Tilly, what are you voting for? I've got to do Beetlejuice. Yep. Uh, Fro, what are you voting for? Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, we said his name three times. Yeah. Ah! Ah! No. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I have a cough. Uh, then we have uh, the best back of the uh, Back to the Future movie against Labyrinth. Uh, back to the Future is uh, about this uh, uh, cool uh, kid uh, trying to get back to the future. Uh it is in the title. Uh, the professor is uh, uh, trying a car, and they go back and they uh, edit things, and he almost uh, have sex with his own mom, and it's kind of creepy. Against Labyrinth. What is Labyrinth about, Delay? Labyrinth is about a girl called Sarah, who is kind of fanatical about this book, The Labyrinth. And the story that it holds. Um, she's left babysitting her baby brother a lot while her evil stepmother and dad go out. Um, and one day she says the magic words and wishes that her baby brother would be taken by the Goblin King. And <laughs> weirdly, the Goblin King turns up with all of his goblins and takes the baby. She then yeah. has 13 hours to solve the labyrinth where the baby's in the middle before the baby brother gets turned into one of the goblins and will be there forever. But it's sort of a weird, twisted love story, which, as you get older, you realise quite how paedophilic it is, because the, uh, the Goblin <laughs> King is really after a 14-year-old girl. Yep. Right, yeah. Yep. But, you know, in Tales of Legends... Piece happening. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, there's a lot of uh, Bowie bits. 
<laughs> but yeah, I really fucking love this movie. Yeah. So good. I know it word for word. I can just stick it on and this. I forgot to put Little Shop of Horrors in my list. I should have had that yeah. because that's another one just word for word. Me and my sister, I, I think, can both I'm do sorry, I, have, I would have put in Big Lebowski, but I'm pretty sure you've never seen that, right, Tilly? That's why I didn't pick that. So. I own Big Lebowski on VHS. Oh. This <laughs> morning you told me you hadn't seen it, so that's no, why I didn't put it in there. It. I should have put it in there. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, I'm going to vote for Back to the Future because it's a better movie than The Labyrinth, to be uh, completely honest. No, I'm going to vote for The Labyrinth because it's a better movie than Back to the Future, if I'm completely honest. Bloody is. I'm going to go Back to the Future. Yeah. (gasps) I think this was one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater, to be honest with you. Yeah. Labyrinth was the first movie I ever owned. What a good uh, semi-final we have. We have the Lion King <laughs> against Alien. Uh-huh. That's a weird matchup. Weird matchup. Uh, Till it. Uh, uh, um, I think I'll have to go with Alien because it sparked Alien 2 and that's one of my favourite movies in the world as well. Alien. Um, Alien. It's really good, yeah. Yeah, I don't like the third one, but the rest of oh, it is an AVP I'm actually alright with. Um, yeah. yeah, and The Lion King, all you got was The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Oh, no, yeah. not so much. So, yeah, I'll go with Alien. Uh, Luke? I'm going Alien as well. Yep, alright, me too. Pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, then it gets... No, it doesn't really get hard. Not for me. But uh, it's the usual suspects against Back to the Future. I'm going to vote for the usual suspects. Because that's a fucking good movie. Till it. The usual suspects. Yep. And I was going to go usual suspects as well. Even though these are both mine, uh, it's yep. definitely a better movie. So Yeah. The last were two, two of mine, Lion King against Alien was the, uh, two of mine, so... Oh yeah, that's right. Then we have Beetlejuice against Back to the Future. Uh, Luke. <sighs> this one's a really hard one for me. Uh, yeah. Even though Beetlejuice is mine, Back to the Future is really good. It is. Uh, I'll just go Beetlejuice because it's mine, I guess. Yeah. Tell her. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Okay. Beetlejuice. Then it doesn't really matter. I would say back to future, but... Okay. Is that what you really would have said? Or are you just saying that uh, to give it a point? No. I would actually say Beetlejuice, to be honest. Okay. Uh, because I, I think it's a better movie. I think it's got the scene where she's flying up in the air and they're singing the uh, banana song or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That is hilarious. Classic hilarious part of the movie. Then we have Alien against the usual suspects. To it. Ooh. This is hard. Uh, Alien. I'm going to make it harder for, for Luke, so I'm going to say... You... No. Fuck it. I'm going with, with, with my heart. Uh, I'm going to say Alien as well. I would have said usual suspects, so. Yeah. 
Then we have Usual Suspects against Beetlejuice. Hmm. Uh, Beetlejuice. I'm going Usual Suspects. And I will go... Um... Hmm. I want to go Usual Suspects, but I'm going to go Beetlejuice. Okay. Then we have Beetlejuice against Alien. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Luke. Definitely Beetlejuice. Uh, Tilly. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I agree. Beetlejuice. I need to go we back and watch winner. the movie. I haven't seen it in a number of years. Yeah. yeah. Our winner is Beetlejuice. Woo! The stylized crazy clothes and everything that were even over the top for the 80s uh, yeah. is what I really remember a lot of. And then the sandworms we haven't talked about yet. I Very was just cool about part. to say sandworms are just about as scary as an alien. And that's only one part of Beetlejuice. I think usual suspects should win, but that's my personal. I'd put that as my second. I would have, yeah, I would have picked that um, in, in our second in, in the second round of the finals. If, but if I would have picked usual suspects, it wouldn't have ha had a chance to win because the next one would have been Alien versus Beetlejuice. So I picked Beetlejuice because it would—it's the only one that would have been given a chance to win. Does that make sense? No, yeah. no, it's—it's not—it's not. Okay, let's say you said usual suspects, right? Right, and then it would have been Alien said, versus Beetlejuice, and the only way yeah. it could have gone is either Beetlejuice or Alien. Yeah, and I would chose Beetlejuice until it would chose Beetlejuice, then we would have a three-way tie between Alien, usual suspects, and Be Beetlejuice. I guess we would. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, we've never gone to the tiebreaker, but we do have a we do have a option for that. But yeah, all right. I'm just saying. You're right. Yeah, it could have. Usual suspects could have still won, but it it would have given it a long shot. So I decided I, I don't know. Beetlejuice, Usual Suspects. They're in such would... different genres. I I would say maybe I would give them both a nine out of ten. But they're yeah. so different, I, it's hard to, like, compare them, so. I would rather see Usual Suspects than Beetlejuice, but that's me. I don't know, I want to watch Beetlejuice right now. It's been ages. <laughs> right? I, that's the thing, I, I haven't seen Beetlejuice in a lot longer than I've seen Usual Suspects, so I kind of want to see it more, but. I've seen yeah. Beetlejuice maybe the last year or so. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, it's been ages for me. I just keep thinking about the bit where they're all around the table having their fancy meal. And they all end up dancing and singing. Yeah, the scene in the, in the yeah. waiting room with the guy with the shrunken head and then the ah, voodoo yeah. doctor. It's very good. Hey, Tilly, have you seen the movie? Talking about movies. Um, no. Oh. So I did find out, though, that that um, Paul O'Grady, Lily Savage thing was on Channel 5 in the UK. Cool. So if people want to watch that, it's on the My 5 player. That's It's quite long. Luke, have you seen the movie this week? Uh, yeah, I uh, didn't have a lot of time to see a movie, but I saw a documentary called Extraordinary, oh. the Stan Romanek story. Who? What did you think? What, you've seen this as well? Yep. Did you see it this week? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. Uh, came out in 2013, apparently, but just this week, they did an updated version uh, for 2017 that's got some added stuff to it um, because of recent events. Uh, <laughs> the so documentary like itself is uh, really interesting, and it's got a it's... lot of inf- good information, and like up to a point, you're like, wow, this is, like I, I want to do more research to check if these people are legit, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Right. And then you get to the end and you find out that he was arrested for child <laughs> pornography, and that yep. and I did a little more research, Fro, I don't know if you know this, but no. his trial for uh, whether he's going to be um, put in jail or not for this is at the end of the month. Really? J- July 31st. So I think that's why oh. they re-released it is because it's coming up very, very soon. Um, What's it called? It's Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek, R-O-M-A-N-E-K story. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and check out the 2017 version because it's got a little extra stuff in there. Um, a lot. It's, it's interesting, and there's some of it you're like, it's super easy to debunk it, and then there's other stuff in his story that's <sighs> like, it's virtually impossible to de- debunk what he's saying, uh, his whole theory about the child pornography stuff is that he's being framed by the government. So, <laughs> it is one of the most divided documentaries I've seen in many, many years. Divided I... meaning one pe- people could think one thing, other people could think another. Right. Okay. I fucking love them. I, I I think it's one of the best documentaries I've seen this year. I'm not sure if I believe everything, and it's so hard to watch it. I I should do more research on it. We should have that as topic, maybe. Sure. Yeah, I'll it write it down on our our list. Super. I guess. Interesting. I didn't really tell you what it was about, but it's about a guy who claims to have been abducted by aliens and he actually has like <laughs> about 200 um, pieces of evidence that some are virtually impossible to debunk so yeah mm. interesting like one of them he fell off his roof and he went to the doctor <laughs> because he hurt his knee he tore his ACL um, and then he calls up the doctor and says I don't need surgery anymore and it because he got abducted his, they fixed his knee, and so he went back to the doctor to get a checkup, and his ACL had been fixed. There's, like, no way oh, to... Kidding. Right. Yeah. Uh, fake that, really. So there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff about it. Other ones that he shows videos of, like, this little alien, those look incredibly fake. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this sounds like fun. I want to watch this. It yeah, is it's very good. Really... It's on Netflix now. The 2017 version is, and it, um... I think it's about an hour and 45 minutes, so... Yeah. I've got that and Beetlejuice now. I watched... Ooh, yeah! Ooh, yeah! Ooh, yeah! Ooh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, this week. Uh, with my dad. Uh, this is a film from 2017. And Luke is going to fucking hate it. And Tilly is going to fucking love it. Uh, because Ooh. I saw the description uh, of it, and I it was I was thinking about watching it this week, and I did not because it does not look like my kind of flick. But yeah, continue. And uh, yeah, it's uh, about this really uh, nice uh, girl that has this um, 
giant pig-like being as her pet uh, Tilly and okay. the government is going to try to kill her pet to make food oh sounds slightly yeah. like Lilo and Stitch it reminds me of uh, 101 Dalmatian right. with Jurassic Park <laughs> with a little bunch of Dumbo in it. Mm. <laughs> okay. Sounds I cute. Would, I will give it a 8 out of 10. And what's it called? Bookya! Go ahead and spell it, Fro. Yeah. O-K-J-A. Yeah. O-K-J-A. Bookya! Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, I went, every time I call my dad, I, I go, Oh, yeah! <laughs> and my dad goes, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> no, it doesn't. But uh, uh, I do uh, do that. And I watched uh, Get Me Roger Stone, because uh, for some silly reason I haven't watched it. Uh, you had already said it's... you watched the movie on this show, bro. So yeah, apparently uh... you are doubled... Double dipping. I I I, I was I was hundred percent sure I had watched it, look. But when I watched it with my dad, I was like, I haven't seen this before, have I? <laughs> yeah. Huh, okay. So, weird. Seems to have that with a lot of films. Yeah. Or my memory is shitty. It could be that. Yeah. Might be that you've seen them, but you've just completely forgotten all of them. Yeah, so... Uh, but uh, let's talk about and watch the trailer for uh, the movie. I know Luke is really looking forward to see in uh, the Minions movie number three. Oh, cool car. That's like something I would have drawn like on my notebook when I was in like middle school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Except it would have it would have guns on it, probably. <laughs> oh, Gru. <laughs> Quadruple. Oh, moonwalking. He's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus with a mullet. Unmagical bubblegum. All I can see from this trailer, at least, is I want to play the video game already. Just from that <laughs> scene is like, what a great heist scene that would be for a video game. But it isn't a video game. It, be, it will be eventually, bro. Yeah. You know <laughs> it looks like it's designed as a video game. I want one of those. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fun. This movie's really well designed to, like, l little kids will be like, oh, I want to do that. Like, the car, it's like, oh, that's something a little kid would have drawn. Like, they they really know their audience, you know what I mean? Some other cartoons yeah. don't necessarily know their audience. I would love to have a little kid. Oh, no, I want one of those little submarine things that then turns into an aqua bike. This boat is apparently run by the guy from, the old man from Up, so. Ah, yes. Mixed with... Mixed with the 
Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, maybe? Yeah. I want to know why there's <laughs> Prince songs going on and him in dressing more like Prince and dancing like Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's, he's dancing like Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. It looks like Prince. He's got a keytar. That's kind of a Prince thing. Yeah. He's really Prince, but it's he keeps moonwalking and doing the wrong dance moves. It's because after Prince died, everybody in in the world decided that they liked Prince, even though nobody was talking about it before for some reason. Yeah. Well, they've just sort of pasted Prince's face onto their memories of Michael Jackson. I guess so. So we'd ra we'd rather have somebody who died of a drug overdose than molested kids. Um. Yeah. Hey, what is this movie about? Like I said. Despic Despicable Me 3, which is not Minions, what? but it is Minions. Uh, it is Minions, come on. The mischievous Minions hope that Gru will return to a life of crime after the new boss of the Anti-Villain League fires him. Instead, Gru decides to remain retired and travel to Fredonia to meet his long-lost mm -hmm. twin brother for the first time. Uh, it's got 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb and 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. No, it has a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm seeing 91. I'm seeing oh. 63. Now, yeah, if I go to Rotten Tomatoes, it says 63. On Google, it says 91 for some reason. Oh, strange. Let's yeah. see what it says on IMDb if I click that. <laughs> Don't trust Google. <laughs> they usually are right. They usually have it. Sometimes well, they're not up to date. Well, it's a little like having an app. You know what? I, 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 some girl told me this week about an app that you could have on your phone that takes care of your menstrual cycle. Isn't that crazy? When you <laughs> Google something... And I don't think that's what it was for, for all, take care of... <laughs> it doesn't, like, put the tampon in or anything. Like. <laughs> oh, the joy is that Oh, oh, I imagine if it went wrong. All the jokes that nobody's going to understand, but the geo. Now you guys got yes. me picturing the Jetsons and, like, the robot lady from the Jetsons. Like, ah, uh. uh -huh, that's what she was for, really. Right, the shower thing, like, maybe that has some female functions and things. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I think I found the most funny uh, uh, little thing about this. I found two, two, two uh, that I'm uh, going to read. Uh, sure. One is from Joyce D. And she says, My 11-year-old, uh, most boring of the year. My 18-year-old, I did not laugh once. Me, like the 18 reference, but not all the 1,267 times. Him, snore. So. But, uh, one of my most interesting ones was <laughs> from Kyle E. He gives it not interested and says, <clears throat> Jesus wouldn't like this movie. <laughs> uh, how does he know? Uh, that is the most funny one. It's because they got the guy walking uh, on water, isn't it? That's what it was. I uh, right. loved it. Like, not interested. And his witness, Jesus, wouldn't like this movie. <laughs> uh, Apparently, little... Jesus hates Chris Angel, too, because he walked on water. Uh, oh, wait, everybody oh, yeah. hates Chris Angel. Sorry. Um, uh, I went oh, to the Facebook. 
<laughs> what? The guy's a douchebag. Come on. Um, he is a douchebag. He's a horrible douchebag. We got uh, on the Facebook a little bit. Uh, it was like average um, uh, comments on there, the amount of comments. But most of them were just people linking like trailers and things to their friends. Not a lot of actually people going there to give their take on the film, but I got a, a couple small nice. ones, so got one from Wanda Glendenhow. Saw the movie last night. Very... D- Sorry? Old name, I said. Oh, okay. Saw the movie last night. Very disappointed. Your trailers are far better than the movie. You should have stopped at number two. Uh, and I got one from a place called Number Nine Movie Reviews that actually went to the Facebook play- page to do their review, which I thought was weird, but... I've seen Despicable Me 2 and Minions at least a dozen times. Each of them, each of the last couple of weeks, oh, uh, so that I was a little minioned out heading into Despicable Me 3. Uh, despite that, I liked the movie a lot, and my son liked it even more. So, two differing opinions there. Hmm. Hello. I went to Rotten Tomatoes, and I've got a long one from Cat K. Looks like she makes quite a few good points and things. She gave it one star and said, We really enjoyed the previous Despicable Me movies, so we were really looking forward to this one. Unfortunately, that's the end of my positive comments. This movie was so bad that when it ended, our first the first words out of our son's mouth were, I didn't like it, and we agreed. I'm now mystified how this movie is getting any star ratings above one or two. There is no real plot, compelling or otherwise, which made the movie drag on relentlessly. About 30 minutes into the movie, I was so bored I started to nod off. The only reason I didn't was because at that exact moment the music ratcheted up several notches. To add insult to injury, they also messed with the personalities of the characters. They changed Lucy from a lovable, strong, confident woman into an insecure mum who had no idea when or how to say no to the girls. And when and they made Gru's mum into a weirdo lech, which was really odd and out of place. My overall impression as I left the theatre was of someone throwing a bunch of paint at a canvas and hoping something would stick. If this is what passes as a good movie these days, the bar has sunk ridiculously low. Save your money. If you must see it, wait until it's in a $3 bin at Walmart. It shouldn't take long. Wow. Am I the only one here that's seen the previous two ones? I saw the first I've seen one. the first. Yeah, I didn't see the next yeah. one. And I didn't see no, the Minions No, or any of the Minions. Yeah. No. Uh, when I worked yeah. at the nursery, there was so many children telling me all the different names of all the Minions. But, no. It's one of those. I've, it's in my Minions bag. There are four different Minions bags, and there's only like ten children here. Which one is it? <laughs> and they tell me a name. I thought, how many eyes has he got? And what colour well, is thank it? You. Yeah. Yeah. He's yellow and he has one eye. Yeah. Yeah, and then some some of them have two eyes, some of them have got the tall one, some of them short one. <laughs> I I didn't like the Minions movie. I've seen the Minions movie. Uh but I I really liked uh, I I really liked uh, uh, the first two. The normal ones, the speakable me. I thought yeah. the first one was average. I mean, I didn't think it was anything special at the time, at least. That was, was a long cool. time ago. I, I saw it in the theater, so. Cool. 
Let's move on to wrestling. Uh, Goodness I saw... gracious, great balls. Wrestling. Yes. Uh, before, before we go into it, I have to say that I actually watched Slammiversary this week because I am a silly goose. Yeah, you could have been watching G1 from from uh, California, which is apparently really, really good. Yeah, uh, I chose to see the bad wrestling. Uh it's um, two out of ten, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's low, fro. The big match uh, that was uh, for the card was uh, a commentator versus a commentator. That was like their big, yep. big match. Wow. And, uh, and it was a shit match as well. Wow, two wrestlers had a bad, or two non-wrestlers, I mean, had a bad match. That's impressive. That's surprising. So surprising. And it was so overbooked. It was so overbooked. You would never ever believe how overbooked it was. Was one of the most overbooked matches of my entire life, and it fucking destroyed the pay per view. Uh, I just don't understand it. It's like they've changed everything. They don't have a Dixie card. They don't have all these people uh, that were there, and now they're still doing it. Like, what hasn't changed that everything stays oh, like something has to be no the same? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is either, but exhibition match was, mm. exhibition match was really good. I will give them that. But exhibition has always been good. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to fuck up. Uh, I just don't feel like exhibition has felt uh, special since like the early two thousands, maybe mid two thousands. Oh, oh no, no, and no. I, just, I mean, I'm... they got the special taken out of it, kind of. Right, but uh, it's it's. It's cool to see people that you will see in NXT in three months. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not being cruel, that's kind of... <laughs> well, they only have to... I think it's like a couple hundred miles from the impact zone to, uh, right. to the training center, so yeah. So if anybody is good there, and I, there are some good wrestlers, but uh, it's kind of funny because their intro for Slam Wrestling was like looking back at all of Slamversus dad, they were like, Oh, look at this! We had Samoa Joe! Oh, look at this! We had AJ Styles! Oh, look at this! We had Sting! Oh, look at this! <laughs> we had uh, Rick Rude! Like, it was so, so strange. Yeah. Anyways, uh, some good wrestling. Maybe. Maybe, we'll see. Uh, let's. Uh, Great Balls of Fire. This weekend on Sunday, start with the pre-show, Neville versus Tazawa for the Cruiserweight Wait, so Championship. Sorry, Taylor. It says uh, Tazawa's got to watch his own nail as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I went Neville. Uh, me too. Oh, I'll go Tazawa then. All right, next, uh, do the Tag Team Championships. Uh, I guess it's a 30-minute Iron Man match tag team match, which I feel yeah. like I've seen one of those before, but I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Hardy Boys. Yep, yeah, I'm going uh, with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Tilly? Mm. Oh. I'll go different to throw. I'll go the Hardy Boys. And I went Cesaro and Sheamus. So, it's the reverse order of names from Fro, but it's exactly the same. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Intercontinental Same Championship. The Miz versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, the Miz. The Miz with Maurice and Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Right. The Bo Dallas Curtis Axel thing is so weird. They're they're connecting it because so all weird. three of these guys were in Marine movies. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all so they're all a group now. I don't know how that is a thing, but it is. Uh, I went the Miz. I think the Miz too. All right. There's a couple on here that I just think are super obvious, but Enzo and Cass, or oh, Enzo I versus Cass. Oh, he, yeah, I said, he said uh, the Miz. Oh, sorry. The Miz yeah. yeah, he went first. Uh, Enzo versus Cass singles match. Oh, oh yeah, you haven't seen TV. Sad. You haven't seen a lot of wrestling lately, have you, Tilly? Did you know this happened? No. Yeah. I've I've heard that they're okay now. You know, feuded already. Uh, so sad. It's just a waste. It's like WWE yeah. went, man, everybody loves this. Let's yeah. destroy it. <laughs> well, that's what they like to do, isn't it? Yeah. I'll say Big Cass on this one because he's seven feet tall. I'm going with Tilla. Yeah, this is one of the ones I thought we were all going to go the same, so I said Cass. If you're going to split up a tag team, split up the freaking New Day. Yeah. They've been going for bloody ages and nobody really cares anymore. Right. And they're ruining SmackDown. Um... Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt in a match that nobody cares about because it's got Bray yeah. Wyatt in it, mostly. Mostly. Seth Rollins, you mean? What? Me? Or Tilly? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were picking Tilly. Seth Rollins. Uh. Oh, where did I go? I went Rollins. It's gone Rollins, Fro, what are you saying? I said Seth Rollins. Oh. I thought you were asking Luke. Yeah, I was oh, confused no. by that too, Fro. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Okay. Yes. Um, I'll go different. I'll go Bray Wyatt. I do like a bit of Wyatt. Not in that way. <laughs> it's just like... I'm not into... I, I've, we've done this for so long that like I know at this point ever guessing Bray Wyatt will win a match is like a losing proposition, but... Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll surprise us. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks for the Women's Championship. Please let uh, Sasha have it back. No. Please, tell them, Luke. No. <laughs> they listen to you. What are you saying, Do you bro? think Bliss then, Fro? Yeah. I really want her to keep the title. Alright. Tilly, why don't you go next? Uh, Sasha. Just hopeful. Alright. I said Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss. She got such big cheers when she came out on Raw this week. I don't know if that's right, but... Yeah, she's supposed to be the bad guy. She's getting cheered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not even funny how much she said. Next, an ambulance match. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Yeah, and it's Roman Reigns. It has to be Roman Reigns. And I will tell you why it's going to be Roman Reigns. And I can bet my house on it and a lot of other things. I can bet my life on it even, almost. Don't do that. Do you know that uh, uh, he has a match at SummerSlam? Yes, he does. What, they've already booked it? it? Yeah. Okay. 
of course he's going to win because he needs to push into SummerSlam so we can believe him as a contender. Wait, who is he going against at SummerSlam? Uh, I heard it uh, wasn't it uh, uh, the winner of of the main event. Oh, oh well, obviously, yeah. But yeah. I mean, did you hear? Uh, well, no. They he just said, like, I want, I want it. I don't know if that. I guess maybe, it, yeah. In WWE, that probably does mean he's gonna be uh, facing it. it. Yeah. But he and could so, lose. So, I, I still think it's going to be Strowman. So. No. Strowman. No. You're mad. You 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 are ludicrous if you believe that. Uh, I still think they're going to keep. I still I think they're going to try to keep Braun strong. So Roman will probably get beat up by somebody else, and then Braun will throw him in and win. But Roman will still look like he didn't really lose. That kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, I don't know who to go with. Plus, it's an ambulance match. I'll go with match. my original pick. Oh, okay, go ahead. It's an ambulance match, so Roman Reigns doesn't have to get pinned. So, yeah. I just think you're crazy. Yeah, I think maybe I am. I just... Uh, I might be looking through it with rose-colored glasses because I just want Braun Strowman to be more important than Roman Reigns because... He's more over than Roman Reigns, so he is. logically he should win Reigns. if you were booking it like a real booker, but they're booking it because <laughs> they, I don't know, love Roman Reigns and they want to... A real booker, like Booker T. Right. <laughs> uh, last match, Brock Lesnar. No, Tilly didn't say her. Oh, face. didn't she? I thought you... I did, I said She said Strowman, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. We are screwing that up a lot today. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe for the Universal Championship. Yeah, I'm even more. <laughs> Do you remember how, how sure I was of the last match? This one, I'm yeah. I'm even more sh- sure here. It has to be. It has to be. It is Brock Lesnar. It's no way otherwise. This is one where I think they could pull a swerve on us, and this would be a oh. really surprise, a huge surprise. But it's such a nothing pay per view. I went Lesnar. Nothing. Yeah, Lesnar all the way. Uh, I'll go different for the sake of. Otherwise, there's no point in us doing this. Right. <laughs> right. So there you go, Joe. You got my vote. There's just a lot of is- matches on here that like are super obvious. Enzo Cass. That's pretty obvious. Brock yeah. Lesnar, Samoa Joe, I think is obvious. I think the Miz, Dean Ambrose yeah. one is obvious. I guess yeah. Fro thinks the Roman Reigns Strowman. I don't think it's quite as obvious as Fro does. But... I think it's so obvious. <laughs> so obvious. So most of the matches on here are pretty predictable, but, you know, it's WWE. They can do whatever they want, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. What were you saying, Fro? Maybe it will Before be. Before I interrupted you? No. Uh, do we disagree on anything this uh, week, other than, yes. than one match. Sure, yeah, yes. we disagreed on a bunch. Okay. Me and Luke, I am asking Tilla. Oh. oh. Uh, no. Just no, one you match? two are exactly the same. We're exactly the same? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, if I'm oh. different on a lot of them. No, <laughs> but 
We didn't agree on the ambulance. Right. So that would maybe be the deciding factor. Oh, no, yeah, no. I was reading Roman Reigns as Braun Strowman for some reason. Yeah, no. I said Roman Reigns. Watch WWE somehow make a DQ in an ambulance match and both me and Fro (laughs) don't get a point. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be the deciding uh, uh, match, probably. Mm -hmm. Looks like it. Unless something weird happens, but yeah. Yeah, well, you never know. All mine could win. Right. Yeah. It, uh, we no. could get a couple no DQs or some <laughs> countouts or something where nobody gets points, you know, Fro, and then everything, yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Big Brother United Kingdom! Yep. We're only doing six days because we're recording on Tuesday, but... Uh, I've only seen sort of five and a bit days. Uh, the last day, I only even have like a half page of notes because it was pretty... Not a whole really lot happened un- the last day. Uneventful. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just got to the bit that was actually interesting and then had to stop watching. So I kind of want to continue watching that watch as well. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just to see, because they were all watching things on the telly in there. Oh, the part where... Oh, we'll get into it. Where they're doing the nominations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting, and they're definitely... That part we'll get into, but... I wouldn't say the aftermath of it was really anything super eventful. No. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Uh, day 23, episode 24. Uh, this is the last day of the hippie challenge, which we were started last week. Uh, Thank Big Brother. God. Sorry, Fro? Thank God. Oh, I love this. I love the whole yeah. hippie thing. Yeah. Really... I like the tree thing. I think that it yeah. was really cool that they had to have two people there all the time. Like twenty four seven. And standing up, having to say, "I am at one with the Big Brother house. I am at one with the Big Brother house," because I like it. I'm watching Big Brother because I want Big Brother to sort of torment them a bit. Right. So I, I like it. I thought That's the biggest maybe why why I like this week's challenge more than uh, uh, the oh, last yeah. week. This was definitely I... this week's challenge was like all about stirring up the house. Um, yeah, and I like that. So Big Brother tells Isabel uh, she's going to be the Big Brother guru for this last day. Uh, and she she has to ask... Nobody wants the worst opinion. job ever. Right. She's not very... Well, she's just not guru. very bright. I'll even point out a part later where it's like she's clearly not very bright. But she, must, she has to write down questions for the housemates and she can ask them anything she wants. So she talks to everybody one-on-one and she's allowed to ask about evictions here, I guess, because she talks about who people are going to evict and who they want gone this week. Which is kind of weird because in this week we also get the void, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, and last week, Fro, we talked about how nobody seems to be getting in trouble for talking about evictions. So, yeah. very strange. I don't know what's going on with the rules this season, but everything's kind of gone haywire. So, Kieran, uh, Kieran is like kind of not answering Isabel's questions at all. He's being very, like, lawyerly or maybe politician-like, yeah. Yeah. He said before he went in there, though, that he wasn't going to answer anything. He wasn't going to give her anything. Uh. Uh. I wrote Love Catcher Task. Oh, this is the uh, suggestion box where the housemates have to put in uh, positive things... Oh no, suggestions to other housemates to what they could do to make the house more peaceful. So basically, 
write down bad things about your housemates. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Things that annoy you and things like that. Yeah. Big Brother announces the house uh, after this after that task. Uh, Big Brother announces that the housemates have failed the the food the shopping task the hippie challenge and failed the whole thing. That they left the tree un- unattended. They were supposed to be have somebody there twenty four seven, and that what was the other thing they didn't do? Oh right, the they one didn't get lady. Out. Yeah, she didn't get out of Eddie bed. Didn't get out of bed and do the thing. Quite a few of them just sat in bed with their hands up doing it, and the rule was that you got to get stand up and do right. it. So there was loads of them that didn't do it right. And I think Hannah and Tom even just slept completely through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is we we get a lot of sex talk this whole week. There's because that's all these people ever talk about is sex. But Kieran says he slept with 350 women, and then mm-hmm. Isabel mm-hmm. says she got an STD from him, or maybe it was vice versa. Yeah. We never really know. Yeah, because he said that he was clean. He got checked out when she texted him saying that she got chlamydia, and he went and got tested and he was completely clean. But she's saying that that's a load of rubbish. And that he gave it to her. Right. And he said that he'd hardly had any um, STIs as well. It wasn't like, I've not had any or I've only had one once. It's like, no, I've hardly had any. Right. That, exactly. Well, how many, how many do you have? Any. Yeah. How yeah. many have you had? Well, he you slept know? with 350 women, is what he says. Yeah, exactly. But everybody knows, I mean, the math but of... Even if you divide it by seven, it's I thought still... it was divided by three for men and then uh, double it for women. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Or quadruple it for women sometimes. Yeah, I guess it depends. <laughs> I think that's just the standard. The woman is, yeah. really, and how many yep. times she's been out how getting loose. How loose she is. Right, if you're <laughs> meeting her at her bar and she's mentioning it, maybe it's a little higher. Um, oh, this is the part where Isabel or Chanel, I can't really tell because they don't really... It, it, they both kind of try to hide it, but one of them pees in the hot tub again. I'm assuming it's Chanel because she's done it multiple times. It was Chanel because she peed in the in the bed later. Isabel said Isabel that she... peed in the sh- in the bed yeah, later. Isabel peed in the bed, but they both oh, said Isabel. They peed in the hot then tub. it was Isabel. Oh. They, they both Isabel. peed in the hot tub. Oh, they both peed yeah. in the hot tub. All right. Yeah. And then they're all laughing about it, and Savannah is like comes outside. She hasn't heard any of this, and she gets in the hot tub, and everybody's laughing their ass off. <laughs> and then finally, they <laughs> tell Savannah asks... <laughs> when she's right. getting in the pool in the. Um, jacuzzi thing she says has anybody peed in here and nobody says anything then she gets in and then Raph tells her it was like they were, uh, they were laughing so hard they didn't have time to tell her because they couldn't speak because they were oh, laughing yeah. so hard uh, we get some more truth or dare which they do a lot in the show uh, we get some dry humping and some motor boating happening uh, mm-hmm. Kieran hides food because of the economy budget, because they lost the task, which I thought this was going to go somewhere, like Big Brother was going to tell him, you know, to they were going to get mad at him for it. That doesn't happen. I guess you're allowed to hide food, but... Uh, oh, I don't know. Big Brother can take a while before they punish you. That's what things. I said last week. It's just, they've been talking a lot about eviction and breaking a lot of rules, so, yeah, maybe at some point they're going to get a huge punishment. You might be right, Tilly. Yeah, I think they got to win a challenge, a task or something, and then be told. But this, 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 and this, these right. people have all spoken about this, and you get a economy budget again for the fourth time in a row or something. Because even last week we were talking about how they were breaking the rules and they didn't get punished, so... Uh, mm. Raph thinks that this bed is cursed that uh, Isabel is lying in, 
And Isabel says she has to sleep in that bed because she pissed in her bed. Um, this is the part where Isabel pisses the bed. Right. And that's the end of the show. But Raph thinking the bed is cursed. Isn't that directly from last season of Big Brother US? Where they thought the bed was cursed? Oh, yes. The bed, yes. So he's oh. just taking that from... Because he's a super fan. So he was just yeah. taking that from a different countries. But they have... The people that have been in that bed have been the ones that have gone. Right, that's what happened in the Big Brother US last se- last year. They yep. had this it bed happens, that everybody... It that, a lot of them. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, well, la- last time they made a big deal of it in US, for sure. Yeah. This was more of... They just kind of mentioned it, but it was. I thought it was interesting. Um... Right, Thursday well, night Raph is eviction let... night. Oh, sorry, Tilly, go ahead. I was going to say, Raph wouldn't let Isabel sleep in the the cursed bed. Picked her up and put her Would in her you? bed that she'd weed in. Right. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd let her sleep in the cursed bed over the one that was covered in her own urine. Right. Unless somebody else, you know, unless that was somebody else's bed that you were stealing. Cause you can't make somebody else sleep in your own wee. But at least, you know, let her sleep it off, get up in the morning and change the sheets. Right. Which or put something did. down to sleep, like put a towel like, over yeah, it. Yeah, I was just going to say that. She did not. No, and she said that she would have just let it bed. dry. She's like, oh, I hope Big Brother. There's a washing machine in there. And a You get up, put it in the washing machine. Like, I've never, I've Ugh. never ever peed the bed, like, not since I was potty training. So, not in my memory. Right. But there have been times being a female now and again, something's happened once a month and you caught out or whatever in bed and even Mm -hmm. no matter how drunk you are or how tired you are i mean i have chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia but i can still be (laughs) up at two in the morning getting my sheets off the bed putting them in the washing machine yeah she didn't really seem that drunk in this either like she wasn't like slurring she was maybe drunk but she wasn't like slurring her speech to the point that i couldn't understand her or anything like that you know what i mean so even when she was talking she was mm, she was understand. You could understand her, but maybe she sounded a little drunk. But maybe not that drunk, in my opinion. Yeah, she wasn't as drunk as Tom gets. <laughs> oh, poor Tom! I have so something to say about that. I felt so bad for him. All right, uh, eviction night. I don't know if we're getting eviction night on Thursdays from now on, or what's going on here. But we get eviction night yeah, on Thursday again. This? When last week yeah, they said why? it was a big surprise, surprise yeah, Thursday eviction. And then this yeah. week, we get our nominations a day early, which makes me think yeah. we're also going to get another Thursday eviction this week. What do you yeah. guys think? Probably. Probably. Maybe they're finding what, they get more votes or something. Or maybe they maybe. figured out that, like, that night they're going to get more viewers because Friday people are out. Something like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe. All right. Uh, eviction night, of course. Emma Willis, uh, she's wearing a double-breasted sky blue pantsuit. Yeah, well, it looks like it looks like it's kind of like from the '90s, maybe or like. It looked bad. I didn't like it. She normally looks fabulous, but I, I did not like it. this outfit. I thought it was. I, I thought she still looked good, but it definitely yeah. wasn't, wasn't like up to date style style wise. Is that what you're saying, Tilly? I, no, I don't care about up to date or fashion or whatever. Oh, okay. I care about things suiting people, and that didn't. It wasn't flattering. Oh. I didn't. Oh. She'd be one of the. If I saw her walking down the street, I wouldn't go. Oh my god, that's Emma Willis. She looks amazing. I'd be, oh, that's one of those people that shop in those shops that say it's fashionable, but right. just look. <laughs> it did kind of feel like I she like was it. trying to bring back a style, like she's trying to bring back that 
90s pantsuit style? 90s is huge yeah. over here at the minute. Ah, Everybody okay. in 90s at the minute. I've got 18-year-olds asking me what it was like and wearing the exact same shoes that I used to wear in sure, like primary right. school and high school. That explains why last season on Geordie Shore, they had a house party that was themed the 90s. Um, yeah. We're done from the 80s now. It's all about Did you see her red jumper she wore last week? I thought it was worse than this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I Tilly? don't remember the red jumper. It was like a spaghetti strap red pant, yeah. like long pant jumper. Yeah, look good. No, it was oh. it was pretty bad. And it had oh, a high-waisted like high belt. There, go back oh, and look at it. I remember that. I thought that was better than this blue thing. Oh. I don't think blue suits are at all. I just don't like jumpers, like... maybe. Huh. All right. Uh, we find Welcome out to the here. Fashion police. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most important thing. That's the only time we're really going to talk about Emma Willis is what she's wearing in all these shows. So even though she's like yes. on once a week, so um, we find out from Emma we're going to get four new housemates: uh, Sam from last week, Andrew, Simone, and Joe. Or Sue, sorry, from the launch night. So they're bringing yeah. four new people in. I'm doing the math, and the people that left, uh, this is one extra person from the people yes. that have left. So I think we're going to get a double eviction maybe this week, maybe next oh, we week. Have I think... There's only, yeah. what, is there three weeks left? Four weeks left? We don't know. It, it, we don't know. Yeah, oh, it could roll on. Yeah, they change the a number of days that Big Brother is every year, and they never really tell you. So the longest one I think was seventy two days, Big Brother UK. So, yeah. How many months is that? What two and a half? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's all about yeah. Um, so, uh, the they we get the economy food. Uh, the new housemates haven't entered the house. We just find out we're gonna get them. From Emma Willis, but the economy food comes out, and the house guests or the housemates are worried uh, that people are going to get upset because they realize this is actually not as much food. Like it's not a lot of food, and we're yeah. we're gonna have to really kind of like parse this out. And then Tom goes in the kitchen and he wants to make uh, two four egg omelets. So he wants to use more than like half a twelve pack of what? eggs yeah, to make two omelets because he doesn't use the yolks. He wants to make egg white omelets when they're on an economy budget. Right. So you use the whole egg, use two eggs each. And just waste the yolk. Well, I guess you could use it for something else, but he wants them for him him and Joe. You have to use it then. You can't leave, you can't just leave a yolk and, oh, I'll use it this evening. I mean, you could cook it and then reheat it, but But, eggs get a little gummy (laughs) when you reheat them sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And here you go, just have the yolk of an egg. What are you going to do with that? (laughs) Oh, thanks. Nom, 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 nom. It is kind of, it's like pure fat. Uh, uh, we get Ellie's secret mission where Ellie and Tom <laughs> have to scare the housemates and make them yell and if they I, get so I think a, n- a certain number they get uh, they get some takeaway of their choice is what they say yeah. and it was so funny it, it was one of the most like hilarious segments watching them not being scared and scaring yeah. them Ellie trying so to make funny. people jump and make a noise just didn't work people are just like oh what are you doing <laughs> she gets it. She gets into it eventually, and then the funniest part was at the end, where she's hiding around the corner from the door, and she jumps out because she she knows somebody's coming out, and the person who jumps out is Tom. So she scares the person who's working with her, so it doesn't count as one. And they both laugh. I love I thought it, that was when funny. he gets her, 
and she's walking through. And he oh, is it the other way her. around? Yeah. Yeah, okay. she squeals. Yeah, the, she squeals like a pig. Yeah. I thought you should have just given Tom the things to make Ellie jump as many times as he could. Right. But I don't think that one counts because they're supposed to be working together. Yeah. But they pass the task. Another thing is we never say takeaway in America. Do you say that in... Yeah, uh, it's a takeaway. No, I was going to say fro. Do you uh, say that in Norway? Takeaway? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we do not say that here. It's like takeout or take like out. Uh, fast food, one or the other. Well, fast food's like McDonald's and Burger King. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. in Takeout's in like Chinese in and... Big Brother, they'll say you get some takeaway, and then the people will pick McDonald's. So, yeah, because oh. they're taking it away from the restaurant, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we get a question task. What? <laughs> I just never. We no. never say that, so I think it's interesting. I I, I understand that. What do we get? A question task. Each housemate has to take a card uh, with a question that has an attribute on it, and then they have to put that attribute on another housemate. So, say, the most of something in the house, Greedy. the most annoying, the most this or that. Yeah. And this obviously is just to get things stirred up. Yeah. And Especially Hannah... Who do you think is the most two-faced? Right. That's the best thing to ask <laughs> Me people. like. Mm-hmm. Me like. So Hannah and Chanel get in a fight somehow, even though they're like some of the best friends in the house. Uh, Chanel is upset because she she wasn't called a superstar by Hannah because who it, Hannah got the question who's going to be the biggest superstar in the house, and Chanel's like, "Don't pick me, don't pick me, I'm already a superstar." So Hannah doesn't pick her, and then Chanel gets mad about it because Chanel's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Chanel's still mad because that the task uh... with um, before with. Isabel singing her a song and she got her name wrong. Oh, last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think mm. she's still a bit sore about that and then sort of being said that she's not going to be a superstar or not saying that she's going to be a superstar. We thought it was funny last week that like Isabel had only known Chanel for like three days and she's yeah. mad that she forgot her name. You know what I mean? It's like you've known her for three days. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just she would it, be super mad at me because I'm really bad at names. Right. <laughs> Um, just don't write her a song. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Raph tries to get uh, them to talk it out, Chanel and Hannah, but Chanel and he got gets so much trouble for doing right. I think he, I, I think, I think like I, I saw his face when he, he was done with this. He's like, oh shit! He <laughs> <laughs> no, would never ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he tries to get them to talk it out, but Chanel won't talk about it. Chanel is afraid that if she gets in an argument with Hannah, that she'll be seen as a racist on the outside of the house for fighting. Because she's yeah, because she's made a comment about um, the Nigerian Miss Nigeria thing, which and reminds me, we did surprised how quickly it can yeah. turn. Like I was gonna say we we didn't mention on Big Brother US, but this week this lady. Uh, said there, there's an Asian girl in the house and she keeps calling her Pow Pow which is a <laughs> which is a, an, another Big Brother contestant from a uh, year ago or two years ago who yeah, is another Asian ago. lady and yeah. that there's a lot of people online saying that's racist how are they how does Big Brother not see that as racist you're, you're you know it what I mean it's not yeah. racist 
it's a little it's a little bit racist jade goody and um is it pretty something there was a massive huge scandal with that when jade was arguing with this woman and um this woman was being a complete cow to be fair Right. And Jay Goody was the only one that actually had a go. But, yeah, the way she had a go was maybe not great, and it just descended into chaos. Big Brother US She's is... racist. She's like, no, I didn't mean it like it. I'm not saying everybody from there is like this. I'm saying she is from there, and she is like this. But that, you know, was completely blown up. So I think that's probably what Chanel was worrying about. Sure. Is that kind well, of Well, Lotan on the outside actually is being called a racist a lot for all the things he did. Oh, is so, he? Yes. Good. Uh, Big Brother US is known for kind of pushing racist things under the rug and not talking about them. There was one year where this blonde girl, can't remember her name, she oh, came out she and they had a, she had to sit down with Ju- Julie Chen, just like they do the interview with uh, whatever, uh, and Julie Chen just basically said, you know you were being racist in there, right? And the lady, the girl was totally unaware that she was yep. being seen that way. That That's was a very, go and find that on YouTube or something. A very interesting interview, but Too let's continue crazy. this because we're going to take forever if we don't. Uh, Tom, Charlotte, and Joe talk about evictions again. And I'm like, they're still, you know, yep. still talking about evictions when they shouldn't be. Hannah yep. says she's done with Chanel here, which they end up making up later, but. And then we go to eviction time. Uh, and Savannah ends up getting evicted. And she seemed pretty happy about it in the interview. She was like, I was ready to get the F out of there. Oh, my thing went wrong. The the My Five player thing. Did a weird, put an advert where it shouldn't be, and then just ended the episode. So I didn't get to see her, actually. I saw her meeting Ellis on the... uh, Not Ellis, Emma Willis. (laughs) Ellis, that's her name now. Um... (laughs) <laughs> she came down the stairs but then I didn't see the actual interview but when she was leaving she was saying it's fine I've got a life on the outside like it's no problem right. I, I don't yeah. care she was basically like from the very beginning was saying it's way too intense she couldn't really She w- it was overwhelming to her and things like that so yeah I don't know uh, I thought she was adorable so I liked her on TV but other than that she wasn't a big character or anything um, no she was quite she was too placid after the Savannah interview, we get our second chance housemates who come into the house. Of course, Andrew, Sam, Simone, and Sue, which I mentioned earlier. And we find out that these second chance ha- housemates, if they, the last one to leave the house of the four of them, will win fifteen thousand pounds from the pr- from the prize money. Uh, so it gets taken away from the other people in the house. So this is going to stir up more problems, especially with especially Joe. Especially with Joe. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we find out that all four of them are immune from nominations this week, and that uh, they're the only ones who, for next week, have the right to nominate, and that all old housemates are going to have to compete to be able to nominate next week. Uh, And I thought it was interesting, when these four enter the house, we now have 22 total housemates this season so far. Uh, It's the most... I I saw an article that said it's the most since they moved over to Channel 5, so... Well, yeah, it's not been very long, though, has it? <clears throat> I think it's been like four or five years, but, yeah. Oh. Oh, God. It's been a while. Time is mm-hmm. moving far too fast, you know, guys. It does that. It... it needs to stop. Slow down. So, day 25, episode 26. This is just eviction day from the other side. Uh, 
I just wrote down Chanel, Queen of TMI, because she just tells everybody her exact, like, how her bowel movement was down to the very last detail. Um, like chicken tikka masala, apparently. Right. And telling, saying how yeah. it burns and everything. And what it felt like. All of it. Um, and then Hannah and Chanel make up from the night before. Mention that, kind of. Uh, this is where Chanel and Isabel talk condoms. So they do... It seems like they're just playing up for the candas, but they're doing, like, a little condom thing Sex with a banana. education thing. Right, there you go. And uh, we get Chanel in the diary room. I thought this was funny. She's all dressed up for the eviction, and she says... Uh, I wanted to look a little classy, she says. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she wees in the hot tub. She says this is what she wants people to think about her outfit. Yeah, she wees on in the hot tub, but she's still a cl- classy bird. So mm. <laughs> That's how it works. And if you wear... Uh, I mean, the dress she was wearing wasn't exactly classy, was it? She even said no. as she sits down in the diary room, like, oh, I've got to be careful how I sit in this dress. It's a bit revealing. Right. Boobs are pretty much out. It's sort of above her arse. We've seen pretty oh, so much classy. everything already, so. Yeah. I, did, I like the glitter. We get our eviction. Savannah leaves the house, and the four newbies enter. Arthur, Lowton, uh, Kaylee, and Sugvinder. Those are the people that had left the house before. So those were the four people that left without getting evicted, right? Am I not? Am I missing somebody? Arthur, Lowton, Kaylee, and Suckvinder. So yeah, this was the part where I realized that four had left, but including um, these four uh, plus the other two, we're still up one person. Uh, so that's why I think we're going to get a double eviction soon. We'll see. Yeah, if not Every- a triple. Yeah, maybe. Everyone gets to know each other here because uh, the new people in the house. Uh, Sam tells Kieran and Joe that he's looking to hook up with somebody right here. That he's looking to have, like, a showmance. Uh, Chanel tells uh, Simone she needs to stay in... She needs to stay in bed? Why did I write that? Stay oh. in their bedroom. Oh, right. She needs to stay in the the, the, the nice cottage. Right. Uh, Sue tells Raph she feels like uh, the bad cottage is more suited for her. She's like, she says basically what I said the first week that the other one is like way too pristine and nice and like too frilly and it just feels awkward kind of. Mm-hmm. So she'd rather stay in the bad one. Uh, yeah, she it's gritty. Right. She, she likes it. It's gritty and like down to earth and it's cool. Where the other one's just all prissy and you know you don't want to, you can't really relax in there. We, uh, uh, I just wrote down here. Sam really wants to be Scotty T from the Geordie Shore because he's like doing. <laughs> he's like got the same haircut. He's got the same mannerisms and everything. Oh, that's such such I don't good. Know who that is? Oh, that oh, is. Oh, we'll look up Scotty T, and he was on another. Ep- er, he was on uh, Big Brother UK oh. like three seasons ago, like celebrity version or something like that. Look, that was funny. He actually won the oh. celebrity version. Um. I must know his face if he wouldn't. Yeah, go ahead and look him up. Everyone gets really drunk here, like all of them. And Tom, this is where Tom get uh, competes with Sam. So they're kind of they're you know I think they're kind of going for alpha male of the house. You know what I mean? So they're mm-hmm. trying to out drink each other. Sam's basically insinuated that he can out drink Tom based purely on his size, and it's <laughs> it's, it's a fact. To be that fair. is yeah, yeah. Well, unless you. Yeah. 
Unless you're like yeah. insane, unless you drink all the time and the other person doesn't, and they mm -hmm. they've built up a tolerance the other person hasn't, uh, size will definitely have a factor. Um, and it could, yeah, it, depending on how much you ate that day, all those things will have a factor. But yeah. Uh, so, Sam tells Ellie that he, uh, she's really liked uh, by the public, and that she he thinks she's gonna win, which Ellie is in a good position to win right now. But I think later she might have ruined it. I don't know what he, we'll yep. get into that once we get there, but mm -hmm. Joe talks to Sue about going crazy in the house and how they're the, you know, the two older people and that they don't have as much energy as everybody else and that it can be quite draining. So Joe's kind of just warning Sue about that. Uh, Chanel and Hannah talk about big brother trying to split them up, uh, the, uh, their little group because, uh, because of the 15,000 pounds. So they think that that's what Big Brother's whole plan is here to, is to, you know, cause chaos in the house, which is what they're doing. Yes. Tom goes to the diary room uh, because this is where he he's, goes in the diary room and he goes, I'm not drunk. I just have the spins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is the what, oh, what, at what point is drunk? If having the spins is not drunk, what point is drunk? Uh, Joe gets really pissed here about the 15 grand. Uh this is where we first find out that Joe is really upset about losing 15 grand out of the prize money. Because Joe just thinks he's going to win. He's already convinced yeah, he's already won. Yeah, I was thinking won. that. He must be, you know, if he's that angry about losing 15 grand that isn't even his. It's one of them where well, you thought you've got this in the bag, mate. Right. How are you? Because yep. you're not annoyed that somebody else in the house has lost 15 grand, potentially. Exactly. And, I mean... In previous seasons, they've lost money out of the prize money many times, so this is not unusual yeah. or in any way. But uh, and if you win, it's if you're not going to have loads of contracts with you know magazines and stuff that'll bump it up, you can make that again. Yeah. All right. So here, where are we? Why, why did I flip? Oh, uh, we got sorry. to Joe. I lost my place. This is where room. Tom is in in the diary room still, oh, yeah. and the diary room has to call. Uh, Hannah up, right? Or is it Deborah? I yeah. can't even remember which one it was. Yeah, one of the two. And Tom, yeah. one of the sisters, right? And Tom Pat is passed out in the diary room, and the oh my God. Big Brother can't even wake him up. And so they call in a medic, and he finally wakes up when somebody brings in some water. But he's so yeah. so so drunk, like unsafe mm -hmm. levels of drunkness, like alcohol poisoning drunk. Yeah, he's ready to be asleep on the Big Brother diary room chair for the next he, two days. Yeah, exactly. So, big uh, day 26, episode 27, Big Brother, we get our new task. Uh, big Brother opens the void, which is like a big plastic box in the middle of the yard. Uh, and we find out that inside the void, you can talk about you can talk about nominations without getting in trouble, which they've been doing Midway. a lot of anyways. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say that. That's probably why they've done this, to highlight the you're not allowed to talk about it. That's why this is a space that you can talk about it. And I bet they start getting really punished. Now, people like Lowton have gone, the ones that were actually getting in real trouble. Now Big Brother's sort of maybe making a point and saying, you know, we are watching, right. we do know, you can have this little space, but... Pretty soon you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if next week or, yeah, something happens. Uh, so we find out that t you have to win the void task to be able to nominate this week. So that's how the other people will, will uh, get in. So obviously the four newbies aren't going to compete in this. But the P 
people have to pick one of the newbies to go into the box with them and one of the other people. So Deborah. Oh, this is where Deborah's talking with Ellie, and she thinks that Sam is just being friends with Ellie because she's popular on TV, so he's trying to associate with her to look popular. Uh, we get a lot of that later. Our first void task is a quiz based on online polls. Uh, Hannah wins uh, and picks Deborah and Andrew to go in, into the void. And, of course, Hannah can nominate. Uh... What did they talk about in here? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Andrew Andrew said he would nominate Joe and Tom, right? And then Sue said Tom and Chanel. Uh, Some of this stuff is interesting because they're talking to the people who are also going to be able to nominate. So Mm -hmm. this is basically like Big Brother US all the time is they're always talking about what they're talking about in this void. Yeah. Um, Sue said something that really made me laugh and I forgot to write it down. It jumped out of my head. Something about Isabel. How she, she thought she was, uh, was it an orange blonde bimbo or something? And then it was a, all a trick. And she was really little smart. Little orange blonde. Right. Little orange something. Yeah, and that she's actually really smart and conniving and stuff. But it was just a little little orange blonde slut or something, she called her. That just made me chuckle. All right, we get our but second void task. Uh, you got to find three balls in a pool of gunge. Which I think that's just a Big Brother thing, because gunge is like... Is that a, just a normal term you would use, Tilly, in everyday yeah. life? Okay, I've, yeah. that's not a but term here. Anything... If you're doing stuff like that, it's always gunge. If it's I think we would say slime. On your head. Yeah, yeah. You slime people, we gunge people. Right, okay. Yeah, we say that's, slime here. Okay. We say slime. slime. Need to watch Get Your Own Back from the uh, 90s. Sure. Uh... Okay, second task, uh, who wins? Deborah wins, picks Hannah Hannah and Sue to take the void, so she picks her sister, obviously. Uh, and we, Deborah can nominate this week. Uh, and then we get this scene after after this, where Kieran is explaining to uh, Joe and Tom that he realizes that women are just people, too. He just all of a sudden <laughs> realizes it in this Big Brother house that, wait yeah. a second, wow. women aren't Oh. Totally different species from me. They're also people. It's like what, he, but he explained wow. it in this really long way that to him probably sounded really profound and like amazing. But that's what it boiled down to. Oh, sounds so freaking stupid. Yep. Yeah. Really, oh. really. And then we but, get the whole. No, at least he's oh, learning. Sorry. So at least this is like a learning experience for him. At least he has had this chance to learn that he can have women as friends right. as well. I just think he's never had in his life uh, to had to be around women 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So he's always seen them as yeah. like an outside force, maybe that kind of mentality. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can I understand it. But. Uh, and we get to chat between Andrew and um, Raph about whether Andrew's gay. And he says he doesn't like labels. He says labels are for losers is what he says. So he likes guys, but he doesn't like, to, he, he, he's kind of, Asexual, it seems like, is what he says. Ellie and Sam... Uh, oh, Ellie tells Sam people think that he's using her to get uh, to look good on TV. Mm-hmm. And they get into a small argument, it seems, and I realize, wait a second, are they flirt fighting right now? That's what I call mm-hmm. it. What do you guys call this? Uh, I think flirt fighting's a good... Right. 
Because... I wouldn't have a, a word for it. I'm going to stay with yours now. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I've called it in the past, because I had a neighbor, and it was... Uh, his Him and his girlfriend would yell, like, scream at the top of their lungs. Like, he was two apartments away, and we could still hear them. Um, oh, gosh. And... But they would always make up and then and and have sex. It was that like mad sex relationship that people have. Yeah, I know the mm. kind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy argument, just mostly because you both want the makeup. Uh, yeah, and you're just used to that that being the way you do things, I guess. Yeah. But they're flirt fighting and they end up kissing like in secret because they hide behind this countertop so nobody else sees them. Uh, yeah, thinking they're hidden from Big Brother as well. There's nowhere right. in that house that's hidden from Big Brother. Even the toilet. It's designed specifically for that, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this is where, right after this, Charlotte comes up to Ellie and is like, what happened in there? Make sure you don't fall for Sam. <laughs> but Charlotte kind of lies and doesn't say that they kiss because her and uh, S- Sam have decided to keep it a secret, or at least for now. Tom and Kieran. <laughs> and, and Ellie is the best one to keep secrets. We oh, all know that. She's got the tightest oh. lips. Well, she, yep. she kept it right here from Charlotte for, like, this very first time she got, uh, had somebody come up to her, but later it doesn't work out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom and Kieran decide that they're like Ellie's big brother and that they need to step in and stop this relationship from going any further. And they say it's for Ellie's sake. And I think it's also for their own... They want their click back, you know what I mean? Because now yeah, the click is outnumbered by the others, kind of. It is what happened when the uh, newbies came in. Yeah. And we end with a pillow fight uh, in the in the kind of... Uh, the, the others' cottage, I'll call it, which is the not-as-nice cottage. They look like they're having tons of fun. And we go to the nice cottage with kind of the other people, and... Everybody's asleep, totally asleep, except for Simone, who's drinking a beer and eating some chips in bed. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That was about the most she's done since she's gone in. Because I couldn't, until you said her name, I'd forgotten it. She, yeah, she has not done much. I remember the one that was eating the crisps and stuff, but anything else, she's not. I think she wasn't, was she she wasn't taken into the void, was she? Uh, No. No, Which she is probably why I remember the other ones more, and obviously Sam's with. They just Jewish haven't covered living. her very much because she—I just don't think she's very interesting, at least not yet. Mm. Uh, the void challenge continues on day twenty-seven, episode twenty-eight. Uh, everybody rags on Simone in the morning for eating chips in bed because she was keeping people up because she was loudly crunching chips in the middle of the night. Um, so everybody was asleep. <laughs> Sam goes up to the diary room and talks to Ellie and said, "Tells the." The di- uh, t- tells Big Brother, I guess, that uh, they had agreed to keep it secret. So, and then we get the next scene right after this. Ellie is telling Charlotte that her, him, and co- him, or her and Tom oh. or Sam kissed. So the, oh. the very next scene, Ellie is is blowing the secret because Ellie. I just love it. Don't ever oh. tell her secrets. Nope. Uh, and this is where we find out that she doesn't think that Big Brother saw them kiss. Uh. <laughs> so silly Tom is I think talking with Joe and he's still worried about Ellie and Sam and he wants to talk to Ellie about it and tell her hey don't fall for this guy he might just be using you so he doesn't know about it yet but we get a void challenge 
I just wrote down, guess who said mean things, is what this challenge is. Because everybody, they, Big Brother says, cl- takes clips of what people said in the diary room or in the house about people, and they have to guess who said it. Raph wins this challenge, picks Sam and Chanel to go to the void. Uh, and Sam, pretty much all we get is Sam saying he uh, he wants Charlotte and Deborah to go, and Raph saying he wants Joe and Chanel to go. Oh no, Joe, and then Chanel says Kieran. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, I going to say, Ralph wouldn't want Chanel to go. I no. really like Chanel. She's crude, yeah. but I like her. I, like I don't think I could be a rounder, though, like in real life for very long, because no. she would get really annoying. Oh, I Didn't think I'd end talk up about that joining in. Last week uh, as well? Or one of these weeks, yeah, we talked about, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember, I think it was last week, I was like, I think Charlotte is the person I could be around and, like, get along with the most, maybe out of anybody in the house, but that's just me. Mm. I don't know. Don't so, know about Charlotte. <laughs> uh, right, where I lost my spot. Oh, Ellie tells Sam he told Char- or she told Charlotte that they kissed. Uh, and he's not super happy about it here, but what is he gonna do? Uh, and she says, oh, don't worry, she won't tell anybody else. <laughs> she won't is the operative word. Um, uh, oh. we get a void challenge. Uh, they have to press the button, uh, in the closest time to eight minutes and 27 seconds, which was a very weird amount of time, but this is a yeah. classic big brother U S challenge that they usually do. So classic, but I usually so in the big brother U S it's like at two hours and then press the yeah. button oh, and then they'll have like, you'll be in a box and they'll like dump spiders and have distractions to try to get you to mess up uh. your counting and things like that. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but Ellie wins this, uh, and she picks Shimo- Simone, I almost said Shimon, uh, mm-hmm. Simone and Charlotte, Shimo. uh, Simone says Hannah should go and Kieran should go, and Ellie says, uh, she thinks Raph should go, which I thought was a little weird, because they usually get along pretty well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go, he couldn't, he <laughs> had to get on the podcast, so, uh, mm-hmm. we get a Never Have I Ever game, this is not part of the void challenge but ellie tells people here uh that she kissed sam uh and sam's like what the hell <laughs> yeah she completely uh, sort of does a drive-by on him with this right she, she totally throws him under the bus kind of yeah sam and everyone like sam who she's like this one and then drinks a drink it's one of those you might as well just be hey everybody and yeah, everybody was there yeah the whole house is there drinking with them so she tells the whole house um <laughs> he's not impressed <laughs> is he no. Keep your mouth shut, Ellie. Everyone is shocked by this, though, that they find out that they they had kissed because everybody's been talking about their relationship, but they didn't realize it gone this far. So Ellie's a little like, "Well, I can't believe everybody's so su- surprised by this. Like, like, why is everybody so worried about it?" Well, you did reveal it in a very like super revealing way, where it was like meant to be a big thing. You did she yeah. did that on purpose, so she did it like a surprise announcement like you would if you were pregnant so of course or everybody's... engaged or something. Right, exactly. You know, it's a boy. Guess who's this? This girl So yeah, of course they're gonna be a little shocked. But uh the three click guys I wrote down talk to Ellie about Sam or no they talk to Sam about Ellie I mean and uh kind of they uh, Joe kind of sits down and has the father talk with him, like, don't, don't, uh, don't hurt my her. little girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though he's not her father in any way, but 
Yeah. I guess he kind of has taken that role in the house. Uh, Chanel... Well, they were saying that they were kind of her brothers. Yeah, they the, were yeah. Uh, saying and that. And then they joked Dude. that Joe was the granddad. Right. Right. Uh, Chanel is upset because Ellie went against her advice. Because Chanel had told her not to get with Sam, and Ellie did it anyways. Uh, so Chanel's just kind of upset because she thought Ellie would trust her, but she doesn't. I, well, she didn't take the advice, I guess. She didn't and take she the didn't advice, care. and she didn't tell Chanel. That, too, right. I guess. That might have something to I do with it, yeah. I think that's it, probably. Yeah. Knowing, she was left on the women, outs. Yeah. It'd be. She's feeding left out. But remember, talk. this is Chanel, who has been upset about the silliest little things so far, so yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Ellie cries in the diary room because she thinks people are judging her for this. It's like, I don't really feel bad for you because you revealed it in front of the whole house like that. So, uh, and we find out that Tom is now feeling left out because he's not really part of a big group anymore. He's like, feels like the new housemates are not maybe paying as much attention to him. Um, and we end with Ellie and Sam outside in the smoking area, making out again. So that's the Aww. end of that day. Mm-hmm. Our final day this week, day 28, episode 29, uh, Sue calls Tom. Uh, 65% teen, 25% child, and 15% adult. <laughs> I noticed this. This amazing math. Math. Really good math. Uh, so... Uh. Uh, where do we get here? Oh, we got a long dis- discussion here about shaving and waxing uh, both Charlotte's vagina and Tom's butt. Mm-hmm. And taint, I guess. And and Charlotte's butt as well. And I wrote long discussion because this was like a f- ten minute, maybe seven to ten minute <laughs> segment yeah. of them talking about this. Yeah, she was Thank saying you how both. if you get your, your crack waxed, um, it hurts a lot less than getting your vagina waxed. I like when she said, I- I'm so hairy down there, I could get punched in the, in the vagina and it wouldn't hurt. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Joe is uncomfortable uh, when Ellie starts to talk about sex, because Ellie is talking about things that I'm not even going to talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty... Um, it was graphic. Can I, say, can I say it was pretty graphic? And I was kind of... I was trying to watch this, and I was kind of... Uh, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> and she yeah, thought it was I hilarious. I enjoyed this. I thought it was hilarious because these are the these are the things that actually do happen. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, it's, it's you don't talk, talk about, about it with about people periods. though. That's the thing. No, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like it's if you know you find like um, Chanel with her talking about her farting and things. I can't fart in public. I physically can't. It won't happen. And seeing somebody that open and stuff about that, it sort of encourages you to be a little bit more open in yourself. And Ellie talking about that kind of thing. It's like, girls do talk about all that kind of thing. It's just, that's what we're doing in the toilets. Right, I think it's also a mentality of the house, is that she feels open enough to say this, because they talk about sex all the time. So it's just like more conversation about the same thing, and she's just taking it to another level, kind of here. Yeah, because it was already gratuitous, now it's... Right, it, it was something for Pornhub, or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe is uncomfortable, uh, about this, and I thought that was the funniest part to me, is Joe's reaction to the whole thing, because he's yeah. sitting there like, I can't get away from this, I can't, like, plug my ears, like, he just looks really uncomfortable. 
we get nominations a day early, so that it kind of worked out because we're doing the show here a day early, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. We get to do they, our predictions. They all know about us. Everybody's doing everything around us. <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't think we were going to be able to do predictions this week. Yeah. Uh, we find out, oh, of course, only Hannah, Deborah, Raph, and Ellie, plus the four new housemates, can uh, nominate this week because the other people didn't win. The Void task. Uh, and here, they do the nominations earlier in the day, and this is the, probably where Tilly left off. So you, we'll continue from here, but uh, they play the nominations into the house. So after they've already all done them. So everybody gets to see the nominations and people saying what they don't like about people. And this definitely uh, brings up some problems later in this episode. But, uh, and I think it'll probably be more later in the week when we get some stuff from Joe about it. Because he's kind of been more reserved. Like he he was upset at the time and then he kind of distanced himself himself from the people who said things about him in this sec mm-hmm. segment, the nomination segment. Uh, the people that end up getting nominated are Charlotte, Joe, and Tom, which I thought was interesting because this is just the clique, basically, that's left, except for... So um, Except for Kieran, who... Kieran is mm-hmm. probably the most uh, likely of these four to even end up going to the end of the show, I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I quite like Cameron. I I really like him. Uh, I like that he he does his... He hasn't done anything really stupid, and and I I like his play. I like the way he's His only problem was backing Loten for a while, and that was really what made him look bad, but after Loten left, he seems like a better guy. This happens with those kind of men, though. He's a charismatic alpha man, which makes other men that maybe aren't so willing to be that headstrong and dickheadish sort of follow in line right. it's really odd like you see it at school more than anything and in younger male adults it's really really odd and men can change completely just because they're around one guy i don't know if you got to that part but raf in his nominations he picked tom and said that tom was a follower and then tom makes a sheep noise <laughs> to everybody mm-hmm. that was funny. uh Sam is worried that everyone sees him as just the new Loten to Ellie, basically. That mm. people on the outside and people in the house, that's the way they see him. And he doesn't want to be seen that way. He wants to be seen as Sam. He wants to be seen as himself. So, Which, he's I just, Scott, really he's just Scotty think, T, by the way. But Yeah. I really do think he likes her. Well, he said before he even got in there that he, out of all the housemates, he fancies Ellie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he said that in the in the task when he first was going to try to get in, when Savannah yeah. and Isabel did, but, yeah, he, when mm-hmm. he didn't get in. Um, but that could have also just been a play. This could all be a game move, you know what I mean? Because he knows she's her. the most popular, so. Uh, this is the part where Simone is by herself out in the garden singing, and I just wrote down here, everybody in this house who thinks they can sing can't really sing. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chanel is like... She really thinks she's a great singer, but she's, like, average, and she's probably the best out of everybody. Yeah. I was going to say that. I was like, she's she's good, but she's not as good as she thinks she is. And, oh, my God, please don't ever let Isabel sing ever again. And Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, they actually used her singing as torture in the show. Yeah. So. yeah. See, I quite like Hannah singing, though, because she knows she can't sing. She does the kind of singing I do. 
And if somebody's like telling me off for singing, it's sure. like, no, I'm going to sing at you now because I'm trying to let go of some steam. There's definitely also like uh, some church church influence in the way she sings. Definitely, you're very gospel. Gospel, I love there that. you go. Anything you can, you know, be stepping from side to side and clapping your hands and getting an amen. This part was the most entertaining part, maybe of the whole week to me, and I found it. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting, especially the part where Kieran goes, this is so informative that Charlotte is talking to Deborah and Simone and she finds out that neither of them, even though they're 28 and 25 and she's uh, like 20 or 19, 22 or something like that. So they're much older than she is. And that one of them even has kids and she finds out that they've never masturbated before. And she gets really, really confused by this. She's like, you've never even checked out what was going on down there or like anything uh-huh. like that and they're like no and then we oh. find out that Deborah this is yep. what you were going to say Fro yes okay she we has... find out go ahead <laughs> yeah she has a uh, a thing down there what does she have a thing down there she's got two yeah. things down there she got two vaginal piercings nope. but she's Ooh. never masturbated before and what? never and ever masturbated she... Well, apparently if you what? have a, a certain part of it, you don't have to actually touch anything. You can just run up a flight of stairs. She says what? that she's got like 22 or 20, 23 piercings. Uh, so she's just has a lot of piercings everywhere. But Yeah, I bet a lot of those are in her ears, though. <laughs> Maybe she dated a that with people with tattoo like artist, odd. piercing artist. Maybe she dated somebody, got them for free. Who knows? She might have just got the buzz and had the money to keep going back every week to get an Uber. Sure, right. Because I started, I had my tongue pierced when I was 18, and three days later, I thought, no, I had my belly button pierced, and three days later, I had my tongue pierced. They've all, they're all pretty hidden, though, because it's not like she has a nose ring or, like, uh, oh, yeah, any yeah. lip rings. or it, So, if she's got a lot of them, they're yeah, in places you can't see. Yeah. And I'm sure she said that she didn't have her nipples done. Or did... Yeah, so she didn't have her nipples done, but she'll have her belly button done, she'll have her ears done loads. She's had surface piercings as well. Mm-hmm. So they'll be counted. I think she's got them on her sure, cleavage. Yeah. Ooh, I'm intrigued. I need to watch the rest of this episode. Uh, yeah, it was just a little part, but it was probably the most interesting because, like I said, Kieran is sitting there listening to this whole thing, and he's like, "This is really informative." Women <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, being humans. Exactly. <laughs> he's realizing, "Wow, they actually have things that to tell me that I haven't ever learned." Like they're teaching <laughs> me things. Um. Joe thinks Raph is making him look bad here at the end of the episode, and he thinks that everything Raph is doing is a big game, and it what he's been doing this last week is specifically designed to get Joe kicked out and make Joe look like a bad person. That's what Joe thinks, because he's paranoid. Wow. He thinks that, uh, Joe says that, oh, right here, Joe talks about evictions again, and he even says, I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but, and then he talks mm-hmm. about it, oh. uh, and he says that next week, even if he goes, he'll have his revenge because everybody will see what kind of character Raph really is. So I think Joe is going to try to, like, out Raph as a game player, even mm-hmm. if he's leaving. Or if he doesn't leave, he's going to do it as well. So yeah. Joe is after Raph to get him out of this house. And we go to credits. Cool balloons. Pretty eventful week, especially with all the new house guests and all the new stuff and a lot of sex talk, so... Yeah, whole oh, wow. whole bunch of X-ratedness. Definitely. And peeing. <laughs> and peeing. 
a lot and of pooping, pain yeah, for, and burping and all the rest yeah, of it. A lot of uh, X-rated thing going on. Mhm. Mm but uh, yeah, no, I I really like this week. Uh, it's uh, maybe my best, uh, the best week so far. Do you agree? Uh, it was very eventful. Uh, the Lotan thing is probably the m only more eventful thing, like as far as like something totally nuts happening. But, yeah, but I, I was glad I to see him leave, that. so, yeah. Oh. This week was just, a, it, there was a lot of cool stuff, and it seems like maybe they've had to kind of go in another direction than they thought they were going to go in the show, because so yeah. many people have left. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to say that I really enjoyed it. It was the end of last week, where they were still doing the hippie stuff, and I adored Joe in the diary room with his earrings in. Oh, right. And the pendant and stuff and him admitting that he wears his women his wife's clothes as a around the house <laughs> yeah and how he's feeling yeah. he says that every man has a woman inside him and he's getting all in touch with his his woman that's inside him i really quite liked that because it was one of yeah. those like he's a bloke he's a bloke bloke he's a geezer and it's out of his element yeah this uh, house does crazy things to people it's true Oh, definitely. I definitely felt like last week and uh, w like last week I didn't. I guess we mentioned it a little bit, but that's when cabin fever started setting in. And this week, people are just nuts. So definitely. yeah, they go crazy. Uh, if you want a free book, and why wouldn't you want a free book? You can go to audibletrial.com/slash another digital citizen, or I still assess it. AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. And now this isn't just a normal book that you're going to have to carry around or maybe have a bag or whatever. No? This is an audio book for inside your ears. Really? Yes. Oh. All you need is some headphones. I mean, you can listen to it out really? loud as well if you want. But headphones is sort of better if you're on the move. No, you don't want everybody else getting your book for free as well. So you get a book? that you can keep or is it you have oh, to you pay can keep for it, it or? no you can sign up huh? for the free trial you can cancel before what? the free trial's over and you still oh. get to keep your book and you'll be helping us out which is always appreciated I don't have to return the book That's no so it's not a library it's wow. audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen if you oh. forget it you can email us at another digital citizen at gmail.com <laughs> And we'll tell yeah. you where to go for the audible trial. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug uh, there, Luki? Uh, just West Coast Wrestling Connection uh, dot com. Go check out the YouTube channel and the TV show. It's free on there and it's good. Good stuff coming up. Yeah. The only problem with it is this one cameraman. It's really, really annoying. That's, that's okay. It's like on this show or something, yeah. But it is free, and like people have said, uh, and we've said, the adpocalypse that's happening on YouTube, it is even affecting wrestling. So go make, get us hits, get p ad revenue, it'll help out uh, me and yeah. the show. So, And I really enjoy it. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things on YouTube. I don't know why I didn't talk about that. We didn't talk week. about that or Bill's YouTube channel either last week, so. No. Nope. I think those just go without saying. It is. Do uh, you have anything you want to plug? I would like to dedicate this, or at least my bit. I don't know if you guys want to dedicate your bit as well, 
to my friend that passed. No, it's fine. Kirsty yeah. Taylor. So um, yeah, for for Kirsty Taylor, I'll miss you. Rock and bobble. Cool. Uh, I have uh, nothing to promote this week because uh, Bella is gone <laughs> in two weeks. Like I have two two weeks of holiday away oh, from yeah. doing two podcasts a week, uh, a night. That's pretty nice, to be honest. Uh, but uh, uh, please support our show. Uh, if you like this show, tell your friends. How about that? Yeah, um, have, a, have a listen and check out the Facebook page as well. Yeah. And just share the podcast with people. That helps share a lot. Yeah. Sharing yeah. is caring. Uh, next week we will talk of news of the week. Uh, great also fire results. We will talk about oh, a, ASMR. What is S- ASMR? Uh, right, audio... Uh, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Uh, if you just go to YouTube and you look up ASMR, you'll get hundreds, if not thousands, of... Um, thousands. Thousands, maybe. Yeah. ASMR yeah. is an experience characterized by a static-like or tingle-like sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the up of the neck and upper spine... Uh, and is commonly triggered by specific acoustic, visual, or digital media stimuli. So, yeah, mm. okay, that is going to be interesting. Uh, we are going to talk about Big Brother United Kingdom uh, season eighteen, uh, week five. We will have another digital review of Spider-Man: Homecoming. I heard it is really good, by the way, uh, from people that's seen it. A preview, and there's this fly that is trying to get my nose. <laughs> I think Spider-Man has Ooh. lost a lot of goodwill with some of their movies they've done in the past. Uh, so, uh, Especially that fly that's flying up Fro's nose. He didn't like right. spiders. You need more spiders in your house, Fro. That would help the fly. Uh, no thanks. I, I, I have an extreme phobia for spiders. I, like uh, I think I've talked about that before. Yeah. like spiders. Hate daddy long it's, legs. Like, I, 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 uh, a little uh, story before we go. Uh, like, when I was married, uh, my, I, my wow, wife knew that we had a spider if she heard, like, me scream like a woman for <laughs> five minutes. I, She's the one who smashed I'm, the spiders. Yeah, I'm yeah. so scared of spiders. I'm, 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 I'm silly scared of spiders. It's, not even funny. Well, for other people than me, it is funny, but I'm really scared <laughs> of spiders. I and think it's hilarious. I, but... I, I can pet uh, uh, snakes. I have no problem with snakes, but spiders, no. Well, anyway, uh, this has been a long episode of another Digital Citizen. Uh, again, uh, good night from uh, United Kingdom, United States, and Norway. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.